What up, party people? It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 68, I believe, of the No Mercy podcast. Episode 2 of the Conspiracy Theory Edition. And some shit just went down that I got to tell you about before we even start. I know this is the intro and we just recorded two and a half hours. But this is fucking weird. So we just did a two and a half hour podcast talking about all kinds of shit. The plan was to talk about Michelle Obama, which we didn't get to till an hour and a half in. And we talked about Michelle Obama having a bigger cock than all four of us, which is true. And you guys could Google all that. And then we talked about climate change and all that. So normally at the beginning of these episodes, you guys know that I come in and I tell you, I record this after we recorded the pod. So I say, hey, we talked about X, we talked about Y, we talked about Z. I have no recollection of what we talked about for the first hour and a half. Literally zero. Nothing. So I called the bod who was on the podcast along with Bob and Ben. The bod, who has great memory, has zero recollection of what we talked about in the first hour and a half. We got freaked out on the phone. We patched in Bobby. Bobby doesn't fucking remember what we talked about in the first hour and a half of the pod. So we now have a new conspiracy theory, which we'll be touching on in episode three, about how the government just brainwashed our minds and just flashed a light like men in black. So I don't know what the fuck we talked about. I just know it was dope and it was fucking awesome. And you should listen to it. And I'm going to go listen to it because I don't know what the fuck it was. So if you're enjoying these things, give us a review, subscribe, make sure you subscribe, download, Get us the fucking likes and listens and all that on iTunes. Write a nice review or a bad review, whatever you want. But uh, I'm bugged out right now. I fucking can't remember a goddamn thing we talked about in the first hour and a half. So enjoy it. Also, fantasy people, listen to me. Get over to EliteFantasy.com. My article is almost done. Kevin Adams' article is up. We have slate-specific stuff for DFS. The early bird pricing is about to disappear. So go get the early bird pricing if you're a DFS, fantasy, DraftKings, FanDuel guy, Elite fantasy.com early bird pricing is out get over there and get it anyone who buys the package is also going to get a coupon code for a hundred dollars off elite sports football betting which is our gold mine for nfl and college football or two hundred dollars off our elite sports vip package which is the nuts which has mma and esports and golf and soccer and fucking basketball and everything all year round my ncaa which is just a smash every year so uh, that's a little promo for the companies, but I, I, I just, I'm fucking, I'm freaked out right now. Not going to lie. Not to mention when we were talking about climate change at the end, fucking Ben's fucking carbon alarm started going off and it, it, a lot of weird shit happened. Just fucking, just, just go. Fuck Miyagi, hit it. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. Weird boy Tommy G here with the second ever conspiracy theory edition episode 68 episode C2 season one episode two whatever you want to fucking call it this is the second conspiracy episode of many many conspiracy episodes that will be coming we have the cast from the first show to join us so I'll introduce them first Mr. Uh, Country Bumpkin himself, Bob's Lessons, Bob at Bob's Lessons on Twitter. Hello, Robert. How are you today? Yo, yo. Good to be back, man. Looking forward to it. Are you are you shocked that you got an invite back? I really am. I was expecting a ton of haters. I was actually like embracing the fact that I was going to have haters, and I was really disappointed that we had a lot of good feedback. You know, I wanted to like spar with people, and everybody. You got a hater today. I got I one hater. Got I got one hater yeah. today. It was like the greatest day of my life. Right, you're like you're like a thing now. Yeah, yeah, it means I made it, so I was happy. Did you it. tell your mom and your friends? I called everybody. 
group text. That's awesome. I'm really proud of you. <laughs> how, how many followers are you up to? I picked up a picked up about a hundred followers. That's it. Wow. We had thousands of people listening, and you only had a hundred. Fo- they must not have liked you very much. So <laughs> go follow at Bob's Lessons on Twitter. Let's see if we can get Bob to a thousand. What would you do if you got to a thousand followers, Bob? What would I do? Yeah. Oh God, I don't know. I can't even give you anything. I got nothing witty at this point. <laughs> we also I'll have it. our boy. Shut up, Bob. We also <laughs> have our boy Ben X. X Benjamin J A M I N X. Ben, do you prefer to go by? Because you need a conspiracy name, Ben. So, do you prefer to go by Ben X or X Ben? Or it's probably going to be one of those two. Yeah, Benjamin works well for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ben X. It is. So. <laughs> do you want option one or two? I'll take three. Yeah, I'll tell you that. that's the contrarian in you right there. So how, how you been, Ben? How's your week gone? Doing well, man. Uh, been getting a lot of feedback on here, mostly positive. You got some haters here or there who are like, oh, this this podcast would have been a lot better if you didn't let Ben on. It's like, yeah, go fuck yourself. I saw a couple of those. I do got. I did retweet two of those, Ben. Yeah, it's mostly anti-Trumpers, <laughs> people who just don't like Trump, so they don't like me. Yeah, no, I, I kind of agreed with him, but we brought you back. <laughs> so. so we got Ben back for round two, and this fucking donkey who i have so you guys know that those of you that listened already that i have the unfortunate circumstance of being related to bob's lessons over there who's a complete just fucking burnt out psychopath (laughs) this one is even closer related to me this is my brother who you guys are probably familiar with on many other no mercy podcasts with me him mad lab and the alcoholic we are bringing on who will be a mainstay don't worry bod i'm not referring to you as a special guest but the Bod No Mercy at the Bod No Mercy is joining us on the Conspiracy Podcast. Hit it, Bod. The fuck's up, son. There it is. <laughs> so. Bro, let's bring on Mad Lab and get this going. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kurt, how mad were you that you weren't invited on to the first one? Um, well, considering I've been talking about this for two years and you finally have the first one, and I technically had an invite but really didn't have an invite, so it was a little, I was a little upset. I mentioned it on uh, on Twitter that you were going to be on. You never responded to it, so we just all went on without you. Yeah, but I don't go on to my Twitter. Well, that's why your Twitter sucks. Dude, who, who's going to win, you or Bob? Who's going to get more followers? Who's going to get to 1,000 first? Well, how many does Bob have? Oh, that's a good question. Bob's, so Kurt has like 624. Solid. And, and Bob, a solid 624. Let's do that. I got Bob like has seven. 717. So you seven, guys are in a race to 1,000. Me and Ben are in the thousands, so we don't we don't we don't dabble. I mean, I'm in the tens of th- I'm in the tens of thousands. Let's be honest. But you know, me and Ben are in a class on a, of our own. But uh, we're really excited to see this race uh, to see who gets to a thousand first. I think I can get to a thousand. I just need to do a couple more movie reviews. Yeah, yeah your Twitter's fucking complete garbage. But uh, anyway, so on this podcast, I have a few topics that we're going to cover. I'm assuming we're going to go completely off the rails as we usually do and fly into a thousand different stratospheres and plan to talk about one thing and end up talking about you know why saturn doesn't have rings and shape-shifting reptilians but one thing i want you guys to do i I, you know i've done a million of these podcasts and the feedback was incredible you guys have been begging for this for a while the feedback was insane the 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 tweets you guys were writing were the most complimentary things i even loved when you shit on bobby that's amazing Uh, but what you guys need to do i need a favor put these things on itunes Go to iTunes. If you like these, go to iTunes. Put the reviews on iTunes. So whatever you're going to tweet, throw it on iTunes too. Uh, Let's get some reviews over there also. It helps the ratings, helps the rankings, and it makes us look good. So uh, I can justify to my sports company 
why we're doing conspiracy podcasts. So, uh, that's <laughs> and one we thing have no mercy about. merch coming that we're going to give away. When is that coming? Uh, pretty soon, actually. Is it, we're going to have conspiracy merch too. We should. What? Oh. What? <laughs> what? And make sure you subscribe and download episodes. And what you can also do is you can subscribe, you can unsubscribe, and then subscribe again, and it helps boost the ratings. There you go. If you really love us, they, see that's that's it, Ben. That's the way to work around the fucking. System. It's like voting yeah, twice, you know, for an election. Yeah, yeah just. <laughs> <laughs> just keep subscribing and unsubscribing all night uh, if you love the No Mercy podcast. But yeah, so, but do appreciate the feedback from all you guys. So I kind of was looking through the tweets and shit, and it seemed like all of us were on a similar page. We were on a similar, like, does Alex Jones look so crazy now type page. Um, we have some new updates in the Epstein shit. Michelle Obama seemed to be the overwhelming thing that everyone wanted to talk about. So I think we'll dive into that. And then, uh, and then we'll bounce around all over the place. But I first want to read something real quick just to give you guys a brief synopsis of the upstate update of Epstein. Uh, I'll let Ben go next and kind of fill in some holes on this. But this was the first, uh, the most recent article that's out about Jeffrey Epstein. Again, this is Thursday at 7 o'clock. We're talking about this. So by the time you're listening, there may be more stuff. Fed subpoena 20 officers at Manhattan prison where Epstein died. I'm going to cliff note this. The Fed subpoenaed at least 20 officers at the Metropolitan Correctional Center in Manhattan, where Epstein was found hanging himself. Uh, the correctional officers received Graham Journey subpoenas. Uh, we found serious irregularities at the center, Barr said. At the same time, we haven't seen anything that undercuts the findings. Uh, they're talking about some other shit here. Two guards were supposed to be watching over his cell unit. Both fell asleep and falsified the logs, showing they were checking on Epstein every 30 minutes when they weren't. Uh, there is no camera footage, of course, as we mentioned there wouldn't be, of Epstein's suicide because all the security cameras were facing in the fucking hallway. Uh, his cellmate, which I want to kick to you about, Ben, because this is important, Epstein was also forced to share a cell uh, with Nick Tartaglioni, a muscular killer cop who was awaiting trial. Tartaglioni is receiving threats from prison guards to shut up and stop talking about Epstein, according to his lawyers. So this is the newest thing, the subpoenas right now. We also heard, Ben that they're going to let the victims testify. So it looks like they're maybe not burying this thing as quick as we thought they would. Yeah, there's a couple of uh, new revelations here and, and some older things that I want to bring up. The one about the the uh, cellmate is pretty interesting because he's, you know, when you look at him, he's the type of guy that he's the last person you'd want to be, you know, cellmates with in jail. He's yeah. like steroid head. He's murdered four people. He was a cop. And, and now what's interesting about him is he's saying that he's being placed in, quote unquote, deplorable conditions. He's getting threats from guards not to talk about the suicide at all. And he's asking to be transferred away. So it seems like there's definitely some stuff going on there because he's being told to shut up and stop talking. And he wrote a letter to the judge about it. So there's there's some interesting things going on there that I think definitely need to pay attention to. Um, one thing with Jeffrey Epstein that people are noticing is that he actually signed a will just two days before he died mm. by quote unquote suicide, and he put a you know close to six hundred million dollars in a trust uh, and in an estate trust. So I don't think that can be touched by people who are trying to sue him, and it's just pretty interesting that he put it you know a couple days before he died. So that also. You know, starts to make you question things like, you know, did he actually die? Did he 
Did he, you know, get put in witness protection and they faked the body? Like, things like that. Like, you know, I'm pretty sure he died. That's what I'm going with. I don't think he actually committed suicide, but it just raises more questions about it. And uh, one other thing that I don't think a lot of people actually know is that there was a judge who was um, presiding over the the civil case for Epstein, and he actually died Mm -hmm. in March suddenly. So it's pretty interesting that all these different things... Um, you know, surround a case like this that, for a guy who's connected to some of the most wealthy and powerful people in the world. Right. But how did he die? What was the cause of death? The, the judge? Uh, yeah. No, I, I, uh, I don't know the exact cause of death, but it was sudden. They said he died suddenly. Um, he was older, so you can talk about you know, maybe this happened, you know, by natural causes. But when it comes to people just dying suddenly, I definitely think that you want to look a little bit more into it. But, um, I mean, like Scalia, right? Like when they were like, oh, he just died in a hotel and had it hard. It's like, oh, but he was old. So we're going to just give it a pass. And we're not going to give him an autopsy. No no autopsy. We're just going to get rid of the body and just let's keep it moving. And Mm -hmm. hope Hillary. Yeah, it was interesting because Scalia was found dead with a pillow over his face. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. Nothing to see here. Yes. Move along, people. Yeah, Bob, is this picture with Bill Clinton in the dress in uh in this uh, part? This is real. You're saying we talked about it. It kind of broke when we were on air last time. Yeah, because apparently there, in 2013, someone had blogged about it. There was like an art exhibit, so there's an actual high resolution uh, version of the actual painting. And she has a couple other paintings, which includes George Bush holding a, uh, yes. a paper airplane flying into two crashed buildings that are made out of like it looks like. Lincoln logs or blocks or something like that laying on the floor, and there's a lot of other you see his shoelaces. The shoelaces what look like scorpions or something yeah. like that, and then there's a picture, yeah, a freaky of, picture. Yeah, there's a picture of JFK in the background. So there's like a lot of like really like uh, hidden messages in the in the pictures, and then um, yeah, so it's the same artist that did both those pictures. And there's a lot of weird shit about like the number of fingers. Like they all have six fingers. Like. The portrait of Obama, he has six fingers. The one of Bill Clinton, he has six fingers. Um, the Bush one has six fingers. So there's there's hidden meanings behind that, too. I don't know if it's like 666. Uh, some people say it has something to do with the Nephilim. So you can you know go down that rabbit hole if you want to but uh yeah the picture is authentic and it was uh it was in uh it was in his uh in his apartment or in his apartment in his mansion uh, yeah but what do we know about the artist i haven't really i'll be honest with you i haven't dug too much into the artist i don't know you know what connection she might have and a lot of these situations with these with these multimillionaires and these billionaires the artists are asked to do something so these guys, the guy like Epstein isn't, you know, he'll, he'll go buy fine art, you know, expensive art and shit like that. But usually he'll say, this is what I want. Make me something like this. Um, Kurt, what's the, your take on this whole Epstein thing? See, when it first came out, you guys got the text for me, right? Yeah, you were fucking wrong. But that's not how I work. Because I need to know the details first. So the main thing I wanted to know when the hanging happened, how did he do it? Because I pictured him in a cinder block cell with one bed. So what is he hanging from? And then you find out he has bunk beds. What's up? Right. No, exactly. Keep going. Yeah. So then I found out he had bunk beds. Okay. So now was he on suicide watch? Then it comes out, no, he wasn't on suicide watch. So now my big question is, who took him off suicide watch? Like, I'd rather find out all the details than form my opinion. Bob. Bob. Me? Because I'm a QTN. 
Uh, you're a what? A QTN. What, what's a QTN? I question the narrative. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm a QTN. That's what. It, so we got Ben, who's a mainstream. That's what a fucking skeptic. conspiracy theorist is, man. Right. So all right. So Ben, you're a mainstream skeptic, correct? <laughs> Kurt's just making up fucking acronyms <laughs> and, and claiming it's a real thing. So he's a fucking Q-tip. And, uh, Bobby, me and you were just I'm a fucking, fucking I'm a fucking madman. It's like every time I hear this shit now, it's like you have to prove to me that the official narrative is real. I immediately go towards the exact opposite. And, and the burden of proof is on you to prove to me that the official narrative is legit. That's the point I've, you know, I've completely flip-flopped in the last you know, six, seven years. What was my thing? Uh, oh, oh, you know what I am? I found this out in a nice Twitter debate. Did you, you guys saw this? I'm a Gnostic supernaturalist. I saw that. <laughs> Whoa. That was fucking fun. Dude, I went in a fucking rabbit hole with this dude on Twitter. What does that, what does that mean? Ex- Just like you hedge your bets? Well, like he-, he started explaining because I kept saying I was agnostic from a religious standpoint, right? Like, I, I don't know what I believe. I have no idea. I think everything's possible. I don't believe in anything. And he's like, well, you're he's like, but you said you believe in aliens and you believe that there was a creator and you're this. And he's like, so that means you're a Gnostic supernaturalist. And I was like, what the fuck did you just say? He's like Gnostic super I'm, uh, uh, sold like uh, done. I don't even care what it means. He made I it up on the spot and Tommy was eating it up. Oh, my God. I was so I, it I is literally pretty cool. Yeah. It's so badass. Like if someone's yeah. like, hey, so are you religious? No, I'm a Gnostic supernaturalist. Sorry. So you should start so a I, church and just, you know, dude. Dude, it was amazing. Like, I was shitting on you and Ben in the fucking group chat. Just like, you fucking losers. Like, get a cooler name. So, uh, yeah. yeah. At least your name yeah. isn't QTN like this fucking QTN. N, not M. N. Yeah. Well, you're, you're Q-tip from this yeah, point. Yeah, so it's pretty funny. I was actually talking to someone that I'm very close with, and he's pretty high up in the uh, New York Police Department. And uh-huh. I won't say exactly how I know him just because I don't want people trying yeah, no, to find no, no, out no, who he that, is. Yeah. But um, we were texting the, the day that we found out about the Jeffrey suicide, uh, quote-unquote suicide thing, and I texted him a picture, and I said, Jeffrey Epstein found dead in Manhattan jail reports by suicide, and I gave, like, that thinking face. And he goes, hmm, is right. Clinton strike again. I mean, that's <laughs> no, what people dude. go – it's, it's not – like, people just go straight to it at this point, you know? Yeah. Here's the annoying thing. Everything's a conspiracy till it's not. So right. when – we talk about conspiracies, or Alex Jones talks about conspiracies. Everyone looks at you like you're crazy, right? So if you talk to a liberal friend, what do they say? Okay, Alex Jones, shut up. Right. And then when it comes out as being true, and you go, see? What do they say? Oh, yeah, of course there was a pedophile ring. Of course they're into that right. stuff. But when I talked about it six months ago, you all called me crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's even- annoying that these people think they can come in on this conspiracy and get on board. Do you think this is the first crazy thing that's happened? Right. This it's, is the first thing you've seen live. It's like when you've been listening to a band since they've had five followers and then they hit it big and some fucking normie just starts listening to this band. Oh, did you hear the new album? You're like, yeah, I've been listening to them for seven fucking years. Where That's the hell have exactly you been? That's exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah Kurt, Fuck what you got to do now is when you're talking with someone on the left side and they start talking about like con- their own conspiracy theories like Trump or Russia or whatever, like, okay, Rachel Maddow. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but so now they want to make us domestic terrorists. Well, you right. guys, because I'm not a conspiracy theorist. So they want <laughs> oh, that's to make what you, domestic oh, that's terrorists. Like you are now, motherfucker. <laughs> if you're on this podcast, you they are not yourself. coming after QTNs at this moment. <laughs> you can call yourself fucking Santa Claus. You're on, you're on the list, motherfucker. <laughs> but you have to realize how dangerous this is, right? right? And we just witnessed it. So when this happened, everyone flipped out, including non-conspiracy theorists. So basically, if you label these people domestic terrorists, you're basically saying 
anyone that questions the narrative can go to jail technically. Right. So think about what that does to society if anyone questions the government or the media goes to jail. Yeah, but, but you this know is what, extremely Jerry? dangerous what they're pushing right now. It could even be on a lower level than just go to jail. Like they could just even turn that into fine. well, they could just turn into well, this guy, we got to go search his house for guns, you know, because there's yeah. there's been so many shootings. We got to make sure that this crazy conspiracy theorist isn't, you know, a QAnon guy or something like that. So or we got to QTMs. The most dangerous. <laughs> You realize you just no, invented right. an entire FBI list of yeah. people. Like they, they're right. like, "What's You're a QTN? Blackness. Let's start it." <laughs> He's literally <laughs> the only person on that list right now. Yeah. <laughs> the bot. Kurt, the congratulations! Bod. You just had like a hundred new government employees hired because of what you just said. Yeah, it's, it's like a whole department, department now. <laughs> investigating yeah. QTNs. aging NSA. I'm dying. I'm choking. I'm laughing. There's a, there's one one new revelation I just I just found about uh, Epstein that came out today. Uh-huh. So there was at least eight jail officials who knew he was gi- who were given strict instructions not to have him left alone in yes, his cell, I saw that. and they were blatantly yeah. ignored within the 24 hours leading up to his death. I mean, I, I'm so frustrated about this because, like, first of all, the guy is the most high. Like, how many pieces of this puzzle have to fit together before people can just be like, "This is an obvious case of you know." There's no way that the official narrative is true. And, like, the more that this shit comes out, the more it actually makes me think he's still alive, believe it or not. Like, I mean, the more evidence that's... Pop- I, I, let's, I'm with you, Bob. I say I, I'm probably 51% he's still alive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that trust and will being set up two yep. days beforehand, that, for me, that was just red flags. I was like, are you, are you kidding me? And then he just dies the next couple of days. And, and one, one crazy conspiracy conspiracy theory that's out there right now is that when you looked at the pictures of him being taken away, taken away on that gurney, it looked ridiculously like oh, Anthony God, Bourdain. It looked so set up. No, it looked like Anthony Bourdain on that table. <laughs> so, so there's two theories. There's one that it's Anthony Bourdain, and the other one is that it's Hillary's brother, Tony Rodham. So if you Google him, look at look because he actually died more recently, and and the facial structure and the earlobes match and all that stuff. So actually look up Hillary's brother that because that might have actually been you know um, a swap that could have sent a message out of some kind. And then I've been actually diving, diving real deep into the Giselaine Maxwell pictures and how, like how Photoshopped they are. There's a lot of like weird shit um, with the, there's two Giselaine Maxwell photos out now who was a, uh, by the way, explain who she is. Yeah. Uh, Epstein's madam and girlfriend. She's, you know, basically the woman that's in charge of like, you know, bringing all the girls in and stuff like that. And um, so there's one picture of her that's Photoshop and she's, She's had an in and out burger, which is another like they they do that. So ridiculous. They do this stuff and they hit like we always talked about the symbols, like in and out. Like think about it. Like he's in and now he's out. Maybe that's maybe they're talking about now he's escaped. And so she's reading a book about the life and death of CIA operatives. Okay. And she's sitting there. So there's another weird thing in the picture that um there's like a uh like you know at those bus stops, they have advertisements a lot on the side of the bus stops. And there's one for this new movie that's coming out called Good Boys, okay? And Good Boys, it's like it's like another one of those like it's it, the good old boys group. Like, well, yeah. it, no, this was like a it's like a super bad except with like little kids that get involved in like drugs and like nefarious activity. Oh, I thought you were talking about the term like you know the good old boys like they talk about like the the, the older in crowd. 
Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's not that. It's an actual like advertisement for this movie that's coming out. Like the Good Boys has like devil horns on it and stuff. And so the Good Boys is superimposed right next to the In and Out Burger. And they actually did some digging, and the person that's in charge of the advertising agency says that that particular advertisement should not have been there. And so there were other photographs that were taken that day in the area that had a completely different advertisement. So a lot of the conspiracy theorists are trying to put two and two together, like, what does it mean, like, with the good boys are in and out, um, stuff like that. And the reason why this actually... In, I never thought of the in and out part. Like, that's pretty fuck. Because, I mean, everyone was like, what the fuck is Maxwell doing in an in and out burger in public? Like, she's been in hiding for years. Right. You know, and now all of a sudden she's... There. But the in and out thing, that's... Yeah, and the lead character of the good boys movie's name is Max. Um, and uh, so then, what else was it? Oh, yeah, so the reason why this actually has some, like, it has some validation to it... I don't know if you guys remember, there was a while back where the Clintons, both Hillary and Bill, they took a, a domestic flight where they sat coach. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were reading that book. Right. They were reading a book about, like, a pedo that, like, got falsely accused and had to move to, like, a secluded area yes. or something like that. Yes, yes, remember that? yes, yes. So when you see patterns like this, you start to realize that they are speaking to somebody. Yes, yes. Through these pictures, right? And they just, and they yeah, just like so happened to get leaked out. You know, like, what the... Yeah, f- that picture ben was... Ben was on the to see it? Which one? For what? To see that picture? What do we Google? Uh, just, it's uh, a new... The Maxwell one? Yeah. yeah. Her name is spelled G-H-I-S-L-A-I-N-E, Maxwell. And then you could just put, uh, like, picture or in and out. And it's funny because, like, that wasn't just some candid picture. Like, that was someone that... She was posing for a picture like that. That was like, yep. take a picture of me. You know that yep. that wasn't just like, oh, you caught me off guard. That was like she's posing for that. Right, and dude. It she's looks like she put one of those fucking Instagram filters, or you know, one of those fucking filters on it. You know, to make her look twenty years younger in the picture too. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, she didn't look and like if you look in the in the container for the In and Out, there's not a single bite taken out of that burger. Yeah. <laughs> it's a full yeah, I'm burger. looking at it right now. You're right, dude. This is crazy. This is. You see the good boys in the. In the listen, yeah. listen. the The bottom line is that the In and Out thing is weird. Right. Right. The fact that she's posing for a photo when it popped up like three days later was fucking really weird. The fact that now you're talking about these signs in the background, the burger isn't touched. I'm looking at it right now, I, and it. Dude, this is crazy. Ben, you talked about it on the last podcast when you were saying that, uh, you know, they talk to each other through pictures and messaging. Like, there's this there's this elitist culture with people all over the world. So, like, that's the way you would signal to everyone else who's in this kind of club, like, hey, he's out. We're good. Right? Like, yeah. this is the way they speak to each other. Yeah, and yeah, what's, what's crazy about it is that the book actually says, like, the title of the book that she's reading says, The Book of Honor, The Secret Lives and Deaths of CIA Operatives. And in the 2008 court case that got Jeffrey Epstein, you know, a slap on the wrist, um, they were told to lay off of him because he was an intelligent asset. Jesus, Bob, you were going to say something? I think no, I was saying, what's the point of faking his death? Because if you fake his death, you can't use any of his information after that in court. So what's the benefit? Why not just protect him? And keep him alive instead of well, faking his death. Well, it depends on who, who wants yeah. him. There's obviously people that want him alive and people that want him dead. Right. 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 So why would you fake his death? To get he, him to, you know, so people think he's actually dead. So you can't get any court case about it. So hopefully, you know, the paper trail kind of just ends there and they don't go digging into all of the people who he's involved with. And then he skates away free and go lives on some island. Let's, let's also, yeah, let's look at it this way, Kurt. 
Although mm-hmm. everyone thinks Epstein's a bad person and blah, blah, blah. We all agree with that. The people closest to him don't. Right? The people that were doing the same shit, which, you know, notably princes and the Clintons, the most powerful people who could pull something like this off, Prince Andrew, the Clintons, all them. So let's say, hypothetically, even though I hate you, I hate to put you in this situation, let's say you were Epstein, Bod, and Mm -hmm. you're my brother. I'm Bill Clinton, right? So I'm Bill Clinton, you're Epstein, and I realize, fuck, this dude's going to get murdered. Here's what we do. Let's save his ass. Let's get him the fuck out of there. We'll put him in witness protection. We'll save his life. And we'll fucking go and put him on an island so he survives. So it could be as simple as just powerful people who fucking give a shit about him and don't want him to die. And here's the other thing. It could have been a swap out from the good guys. It could have been a swap out from the bad guys. I mean, there's tons of questions about this stuff. You could have a situation where maybe people who want the information made a deal with him. Like, let's say there was there was people who want to take him down and take the Clintons down. Could be fucking Trump. for Right. And if it's if it's a swap where they say, yeah, we're going to go swap you out. We're going to keep you here, and we're going to put you on this fucking island. We're going to change your face. We're going to give you plastic surgery, and you're going to give me every motherfucking piece of information that you could fucking have. Yeah, but have they can't where use everybody... that in court. Yeah, but they will be able to if they start digging shit up and find bodies in the backyard or find videotapes and all that. Mm. They can get that stuff back out in the public. It's not all about court. It's about getting it you know, out in the court of public opinion. Oh, I mean, how hard could it really be to just protect him? Like, it can't be that hard. No. So the fact that they weren't able to protect him, I do think he's dead. I just oh, don't he, see he the. I think yeah. it, I, I mean, actually think it'd be really hard to protect him. Just just thinking about the type of people who um, want him dead, you know. Yeah, but if he was such a valued asset, you wouldn't put like two hourly guards making fifteen dollars an hour in charge of his cell. You'd have actual agents that have an interest to keep him alive. Well, Ben, you were saying the whole fucking prison is under investigation because every single person in the prison is, like, not talking and not cooperating, right? Right, and and I think you need to look at it at a few different angles because there are good people, white hats around, who want him locked up and want these cases to go through. So it's a battle of good versus evil kind of thing. And, you know, a lot of the times evil wins out, but it's not just about, you know— the people closest to him want him alive or, or dead or whatever. You know, you got to think about how many thousands of lives this guy has touched. And just one powerful person, you know, who wants him dead could pay someone off in a jail to have him actually killed. You know, they, they, they don't want their name coming out in anything, no matter what. So it's not just about, you know, a Clinton wanting to keep him alive or someone like that. It, it could just be someone in the jail doesn't like pedophiles and wanted him dead, paid off a guard, and there you go. Like, the, right. you know, it, it could be just Occam's razor, simplest thing. But I, I think even people on the left, people who like him or hate him, whatever it is, not a single fucking person believe that he committed suicide. Well, here's my question. No, Do you no think Occam's razor applies? Do you think the simplest solution is that Guys, he committed suicide? keep in mind, keep in mind, keep in mind, most of my listeners are Neanderthals like myself, so we have to explain when we use words like Occam's razor. I know what it simplest is. Simplest solution is the, often the correct and best solution. There you go. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can, you can get on into these all complex things kind of like keep it simple stupid which is what parcells always right. used to say same shit right yep. so like don't get complex with your schemes and all this stuff just keep it simple because your players are you know fucking you know you know obviously not the most intelligent people so keep it stupid or keep it simple stupid they're like you right, right? okay like, but could like- he have paid off these guards to let him commit suicide That's yes possible as well right there's yeah there's tons of options here i mean the reality is listen he was murdered or he's out like, this really isn't even a fucking question. 
everyone close to him was saying he was in good spirits. There was nothing that was leading to him wanting to commit suicide. This is a guy who's so fucking powerful and in so much control of everyone. He controlled politicians. He controlled embassies overseas. He controlled the prince. Like, this is a guy who's not shutting it down. There's no way. And someone that arrogant and that powerful is going to go to every single length they physically can to stay alive. And here's the other thing. He's also controlled by a lot of people. So, like, if you're looking at, like, the power structure of, like, a football team, per se, I'd say he's, like, in the head coach, general manager kind of position. So there's people above him that he's no longer an asset to. There's people under him he's no longer an asset to. There's people above him he's no longer an asset to. So what happens to the coaches? Usually they get kicked to the side, right, when they're no longer an asset. They're, they're, They're the most expendable people. So Epstein becomes expendable at this point. They have no need for him. They need him dead for so many reasons. There was also a report saying he was in good spirits when he left his lawyer, and his lawyer was saying he thought he was going to beat this on double jeopardy. Right. Because he did go through this in Florida. Listen, when you're that he already got off in 2008. Most people didn't even hear about it. That's how much of a slap on the wrist (laughs) he got in 2008. Guys like this, and now keep in mind, I worked on Wall Street. I didn't deal with pedophiles and Epsteins and stuff, but I worked on Wall Street dealing with Goldman Sachs CEOs for 10 years of my life. These guys think they're invincible. These guys are committing fraud and insider trading and all this shit. And it's like, oh, I'll get off. Like, they don't ever think that they think they're above the law. They think they're they have a God complex, all of them. Right. So the suicide is almost impossible. Well, if there's, you know there's a couple of things. He got off once already. Right. Yeah, and he already exactly. got off and he knew he had enough information that he can get off again. Maybe he would spend life in jail, but he'd be in a camp type environment. You know, like he he wasn't going to be fucking raped in a supermax with all the information yeah. that he had he knew that but by the way i don't want to spend too much more time on epstein because the media is just covering it nonstop. wrong but they still haven't raided his mansion and and his mansion in new mexico right. yeah the it's fuck crazy. is that about it's crazy we're going there, on two weeks a... we still haven't raided this fucking guy's mansion they had documents supposedly i haven't fact checked this thoroughly you guys can fact check this on your own if you're listening he had been ordering concrete trucks like cement trucks or whatever to fucking pour Cement down yeah. the fucking steps and down the levels of yeah, his fucking. Yeah, and he put a Epstein. rush on the order. He too. put mm-hmm. a rush on an order to concrete right. his whole fucking place. Like, it, it's it's complete. There was bullshit, a fire but. at Epstein Island mysteriously two years ago as well. You know, mm-hmm. well, that's There's the Clinton the, thing the when the Clintons Clinton. had the fire yeah. when the email leaks came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah at, at their house in Chappaqua. Yeah, yeah, they start fires. So. Yeah, there's a there's just a a couple other things that I want to say about Epstein, and then I'll, I'll let it to rest, but. So the the only reason I could, would possibly think that he committed suicide is, is just one thing is about him being in good spirits because my fiance she's a social worker she's been doing this stuff around you know druggies a long time people who are suicidal and she says that the people who are you know kind of come to terms with that they're going to end it all actually do find a sense of calmness and happiness that they are going to end it and so that's you know, hearing that he was in good spirits, that's the only reason I would even think that he would have committed suicide. But um, th- w- what's really interesting about just that whole thing is his attorneys were the ones who asked for him to be taken off suicide watch before he died. And then right after he died, they started um, getting criminal attorneys for themselves. Right. Right. So, yeah. When your attorneys are getting attorneys, yeah. you know, you know, you're in a situation. And by the way, one last thing on this, um, when you're looking at. I forgot the fuck I was going to say. I just lost my thought. You were talking about what? That he was happy before he died? Yeah, he he felt a sense of calmness and he was at peace and, and all this shit. And like 
The only way you would think that is if you really are going to commit suicide, or if oh, you oh, know you're, that you're all, you know you're going to win the case. I remember what I was going to say. So this dials back to how many of you think Epstein is part of that Satanist cult? Uh, I do. Like that yeah. elitist, that elitist Satanist yeah. world. Obviously, he he's the fucking, yeah. he's the lead pedophile, Absolutely. right? So is it a fair assessment to say fuck Will Farrell, Lady Gaga, all that? Epstein's probably number one on that list. Right. What do Satanists believe? You basically sell your soul to the devil during your fle- your flesh life, right? In exchange for what? Power. Power. Money. Tur- yeah. No, you get all that while you're alive, right? You get everything while you're alive. You get all the money. You get all the fame. You get all the pussy. You get all the babies. You get all the children. You get all the blood. But then when you die, what happens? You tell me. You're selling your oh, soul so to you Satan. It, it, so at some point, you know, like when you cross over, you're going to take it back. You're, you're going to, yeah, you're going to pay the piper. Exactly. You go to hell now at this point. Right. And you're with the fucking devil. So who the fuck would be trying to get there? Right. If we believe that he's one of the lead, like if you're a fucking, you know, if you're a Christian or if you're, if you're Jewish or if you're Muslim, whatever it is, you have a belief that after you pass on, you're going to go to this eternal heaven or this, you know, this place that's more wonderful than where you are right now. Satanists don't believe that. Satanists are about, fuck the afterlife. I'm going to sell my soul for this fucking shit. I'm going to ball the fuck out for these 80 years, and then I'll deal with the consequences and, later. And also, so I'm going to do whatever it takes he, to stay young. I'm going to do exactly. whatever it takes to stay young. trying to fucking get there because they believe they're immortal. They believe they have the fucking adrenochrome and you know human cloning and all this kind of shit, you know, downloading their consciousness. They're all a part of this fucking wave, so... That's the only reason why I don't buy any of this shit about suicide, because no Satanist is going to fucking be excited about dying, because that's the fucking bad part of the being a Satanist. Or like that get out shit where you like replace the brain or whatever. Right. They all believe (laughs) that they're going to live forever, all these motherfuckers, or like the Black Mirror episode where they download But what's weird is that there's the lack of outrage for this and John of God. Like John of God should have been the biggest story Mm -hmm. in the history of our lives. Right. John we of God talked about was, that a little bit last time, Kurt, but you can, you can elaborate. Well, John of God was the guy that was basically at a slave farm of women having babies, and then he would sell the babies to the elite. That should be the biggest story, and I don't even think it was on the news at any point, was it? Well, no, that's no, because you, you the had, elite control the, the corporate media structure, which gives the messages to all the pundits, which then regurgitate the information mindlessly. Like, remember Anchorman 1, where he's like, I'm Ron Burgundy. Go fuck yourself, San Diego, where he's just reading off a teleprompter and he had no idea what he was saying. Right? That's literally what they do. They just read it mindlessly. You know? But see, this is is like to the example of what I said before. So when I would ever bring this up to someone eight months ago. And this is real, by the way. Not to cut you off here, Kurt. But this is real, guys. We mentioned it on the last pod. We kind of touched on it. Uh, The bod is the one who actually brought it up to me. So he's the one who showed me the whole John of God thing. This motherfucker was a celebrity healer. This wasn't a nobody. This wasn't some fucking country bumpkin dude who lives next to fucking Bobby, you know, having a farm of children, hey, right? Like this, yeah, this is a fucking real-life celebrity healer who was hyped up by Oprah Winfrey. Right. The most powerful media person in the fucking world. Oprah Winfrey was talking about him on the show and hyping him up on the show. John of God had a farm of young girls that he used to sell and he used to have people come to the farm and rape these girls and have babies with these girls and sell the babies and shit like and then his whole farm like burnt down right kurt they just burnt the fucking thing down and it never made the media 
And after so, 10 babies, I think they would kill the girl. Like, right. it's the most insane story. It's, it's, and got zero coverage. Well, this, you couldn't put it in a horror movie. You couldn't put it in a horror movie. It's worse than Get Out. This is Operation Mockingbird. This is another declassified CIA program, which ta- it has to do with American journalists, like, getting, um, like, whether, like, they're in universities, right? Like, CIA operatives take them from American universities. And, and they uh, put them into these programs where they control the message. Uh, so, like, it actually started, I think, Alan Dulles. He was the head of the CIA at the time. You know, Dulles Airport. So if you're flying in Washington, it's that Alan Dulles. So the CIA operatives would plant reports, you know, that, you know, like what, what Ben was talking about uh, last week, where, like, everybody's reading the same report. That is Operation right. Mockingbird. That is a CIA mm-hmm. operative writing a report and sending it out to local pundits and they regurgitate the same thing. Okay, this is real. Right. This is declassified. I sound like Alex Jones oh, wait, right see, now. I, I have the documents. No. I have the documents. You know, like <laughs> like this is real right now. <laughs> but I mean, I, I posted the video last night. Ben, you saw it. I said pretty sure we po- talked about this on No Mercy Pod. Yeah. Um, and it was basically pundits all over the fucking you know the, the world reciting the same exact thing. What was the one that you told everyone to Google, Ben? The one that uh, they were talking about Christmas presents, and they yeah. were like, what was it? for what Christmas, you you're going you to get one that? or two or ten. And like they all said the same exact thing. It's called Newscasters Agree. Newscasters Agree, right. Yeah, and but I that one you one showed me was night. awesome. And then, and then, I mean, Bob and Ben, we did a whole fucking thing yesterday about uh, on last podcast about explaining to people how I'm not a Republican. I'm not I don't love Fox News. I'm not mainstream right. Like that's not who I am. I'm a libertarian who leans conservative. And I posted this thing which had a lot and it wasn't all uh right wing. It wasn't all conservative channels. But everyone starts attacking me going, "Ha ha, these are fucking these are right wing channels." I'm like, "I think they're all fucking frauds." Right. Like the right and the left. Like why are you attacking me? Didn't I just do a whole 15 minute intro? Right. Yeah, I was saying to people like, what, what's your point? You just yeah. proved our point. That's exactly yeah. what we were saying. We're saying the mainstream it's media. Yeah. Fox is run by Rupert Murdoch. He's no fucking saint, you know? So it's right. like, no. And Fox has become liberal anyway. Disney's yeah. Disney's infiltrating Fox, not at the news level, right. but I mean that, you know, it's come it's it's getting I haven't watched a piece of mainstream media at all in like the last 6 months. No. The only Isn't thing it I watch scary is that people do. I like yeah, it. Why would you ever watch the news? There's so many other places to get it mm-hmm. online now where you can get real sources and real information. Like Twitter's a better source for news than fucking. I, the I'm news noticing a lot of oh, times yeah. when I go to my, you know, subscribe, go to guys on YouTube, like the following link, it won't go to like another suggested video of something similar. It'll go straight to Fox News every single time, which it never did that even like four or five months ago. Control it would go to the next video of something that I'm subscribed to. Maybe part of the master plan was to fucking build Fox News up as the fucking enemy and then eventually turn Fox News onto the left and then have even the Republicans come over and form one. Well, party, did you see so. what Tucker Carl, what happened to him? He just got suspended. He got on like yeah. a leave, you know? Yeah, because he, he was saying he was saying like white supremacism is a hoax because they're making it seem like a much bigger thing than it really is like there's a white supremacist waiting around the corner of every turn you know and and i mean that that really is true like what is there like a couple dozen people in the country you know like they're making it seem like you know there's football stadiums filled of these people and it's, it's really not like you're you're not finding like KKK marches down the street wherever you go, but that's what they're they're making it seem like it is. And and it's, it's funny you mentioned this last pod, Ben, 
you were talking about. Like, everyone's acting like everyone fucking hates each other and everyone's racist and everyone hates transgender and, you know, whites hate blacks and blacks hate whites and Mexicans hate fucking Republicans. Listen, I live in, you know, you know, like I said, Bob lives in, you know, the cousin fucking capital of the world. But, you know, I live in New York, New Jersey. So do you, Ben. So does the bod. So we're all like normal. And, you know, Bobby, we just he's fucking Bob. I'm here. So, yeah, he's, he's fucking there. So yeah, but but as, as a cousin, does he ask you to come there? There's no more of a melting pot than where the three of us live. Right. And I walk through New York, whether it's the Bronx, Washington Heights, Soho, Upper East Side, North Jersey, Staten Island. I go into a bar and everyone's fucking hanging with everyone. When politics comes up, yes, divide start. That's the only time, though, because right. it's programming. I've had mm-hmm. it with girls that I've been hanging out with or guys that I meet out at a bar that I'm having conversations with. We're like, yo, bro, you're fucking awesome. You're fucking awesome. It happened to me twice last week where all of a sudden you say one little thing that isn't even really about politics. And the first response, Bobby, we talked about this every time is, Wait, are you a Trump supporter? Mm. It's not, mm. wait, are you a conservative? Are you a Republican? Are you a libertarian? It's, are you a Trump supporter? And it's yep. like they brainwashed the whole world to like start dividing people. And then you, there'll be people, Bob, we talked about this. There'll be people, that, girls that you'll talk to for a month, and the second politics comes up, you, you'll be done that night. Done. It's over. The scary it's thing like is how easy it is to brainwash at this point. Right. So, like, Trump is Wait, Hitler, well, and anyone that supports know. Trump is a Nazi. They said it a couple times on the news, and now anyone that voted for Trump is a Nazi. And you're like, you can't explain how, but it's just assumed now. It's just right. weird Meanwhile, times you know, but if you voted for Hillary, you're fine. And it's like Hillary, and listen, I think Trump and Hillary are both fucking buffoons. But the bottom line is, one's a murderer and one's not. Like, <laughs> yeah, but you know what you know, my like, favorite thing is? When uh, you have people go on the street with microphones and videos, and they start asking people, like, oh, what do you think best. about this quote? Uh, this is a Trump quote. And they're like, wow, that's so racist. And they're like, that was Obama. And they're like, oh, well, you know, he was just trying to do the best for them. <laughs> Those, are the like, best about- yeah. Those are the best videos. Those are the best. When they talk about, like, building the wall, what do you think of the wall? The wall is bullshit. The wall is ridiculous. Fucking let people in. Well, you know the wall was started by Hillary Clinton, right? Here's a video from 1980 right. of Hillary Clinton Did you recommending ever see that we the, build the wall. Uh, Bill Clinton speech about border security? Oh, he, oh yeah, Bill Clinton they all, and, and Hillary. Said same, have, they said the same thing. The, the, yeah, all they three of them have this. It's verbatim. Like, look it up, guys. Yeah. It's 20 times worse than any Trump speech. Oh, yeah. We're a nation of immigrants, but we're also a nation of laws. And guess and guess yeah. what? I hate to break it to you. Where do you think Trump got it from? He was their best friend. Like, he was he was a Democrat. He was hanging yeah. with these motherfuckers back then. Exactly. Like, they all believed in it. It's just the media has now spun it. But the, I'm glad they have, guys, because doesn't it make it so much more fun to debate a liberal? I, I when you know you with have these, when you no. know yeah when you know you have these fucking pieces of ammo that you could drop on them and you can walk them right to the trough and then hit them with the guillotine and it's like watch this video oh this is Hillary in 1988 he, how do you feel about the wall now you have to understand yeah, you have they, to understand I'm a musician just, ah, you're crazy and they're I'm in a right. den with these people all the time so great. and so on my set breaks I will I will literally do like scientific experiments with these people where I'll talk to them and break them down and get them to really like me and then when we start talking <laughs> politics i'll first start talking about my opinions and views and like oh yeah 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 you know and then you're like yeah you know that trump said that right like what oh and then you're not a trump guy are you i'm like yeah i am a trump guy and they literally go from like buying me drinks or hanging out with me loving me whatever to just completely writing me off right there so they just like like it's like with a snap of a finger 
they just completely break you down and then you're resorting to just being like a certain set of values to them rather than a person like they dehumanize you they unperson you right there on the spot Oh yeah well that's the thing the emotional outcry the emotional reaction is usually it yeah but um anyone have anything else on those couple topics before i pick on bobby for a second oh god no no i do have a couple of uh a couple of those topics like we did last time like the do you believe in it yes or no and what percentage kind of things you have a couple? Okay. Yeah, well, let's I got do a that, couple. and then we'll fucking rip Bob a new asshole because I'm going to blow him up on shit he told me not to bring up on the pod. <laughs> All right. So some, so some Bob, of these Bob are kind of... made the rookie mistake, I'm about, to lose, I'm about to lose like 100 followers. Yeah. Ben, 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 I'm tipping you off here because I like you. Bob's my cousin, and he's fucking... I could smack him around a little bit. So I'm going to leave you. I'm going to leave you alone here a little bit, Ben. But here's a little tip for you, Ben. Bob made the critical mistake, Kurt, which Mad Lab used to make of before the podcast telling a funny story and then saying, hey, don't bring this up on the pod. <laughs> yep. A yeah. lot which, comes which, out in the pre-show that's yeah, used pro- as ammo during the oh, show. Oh, me yeah. and the bod will bake you the same thing as this little fucking tough guy over here is talking about his scientific experiments with his band. Well, that's what we do. <laughs> that's what me and Kurt do in the pre-show. We try and pull some shit out, and then we get you to say something you don't want on air, and then bam, we just drop it on air. Because this ain't some mercy, motherfucker. This is no mercy, right, and there's right. no holds barred. Yeah, I so. mean, if, if you have any kind of you know alpha group of friends, like that's the kind of shit that happens. Right, like, but I'm you, just warned. Just be yeah. careful. I will expose. You could tell me that you fucked a transgender last night in the ass, and it's coming out on the air. Yeah. Like, yeah, like you could be you driving do, to the bar with your boys and be telling a funny story. Like, yo, just don't bring this up to anyone. It's the first thing that comes up in the conversation <laughs> at the bar. Yeah, hundred percent. So, so, so Bob's got to get blown up. Oh, but, that's uh, good. but what were the couple? Of, what were a couple of the things that you said there, uh, Ben? All right, so there, there's a few that are that are crazy, and there's a few that are you know kind of more realistic. But what one of the first ones, which I, I we've kind of talked about and touched on in some circumstances, but this is a a pretty widespread one that I don't think a lot of people actually really know about. But within like conspiracy communities, these are like it's a pretty funny topic, but. Celebrity time travelers. Oh, I love it. So, Ooh. yeah. So oh, now you're getting. Oh my god! If you search it. this, if you search celebrity time travelers, you'll see pictures of some doppelgangers. That just, it, it's them. Like it looks Aaron like Trump. them. Yeah, and and we've talked about the Trump time traveler conspiracy before, but I want I want to know what you guys think about time traveler celebrities. I saw wow, Jay. I saw Jay Z. I saw Nicolas Cage and a couple others. Um, and the and the, it's like uncanny the resemblance. Um, I think Keanu if Trump's Reeves. capable of time traveling or time travel exists and the elite have access to it, why not? Right? Why not? What you know? What's the name? What was it? Tutin Turn? What, what was it? Which one? the fucking name? The Trump thing? The the. Wait, some, oh like, yeah, the book you're talking about, Tort, tort and whatever. Uh, that was about oh, which one about yeah. the one about Baron Trump. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. there was a, that there was, was a the book marvelous like underground journey. Seven, uh, I believe. Yeah, 1892. Yeah, Eight, uh, yeah, yeah Baron Trump's marvelous Baron underground Trump. journey. Um, yeah, I think I can actually pull it up. It's called. Let's see. I'm looking Baron at the Trump's John marvelous Travolta. underground journey. It was a book yep. written by Ingersoll Lockwood. John Tidor. That's what I'm thinking of. John Tidor. Okay, John oh, Tidor. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think that was a separate thing that had to do with like uh, time travel involving like the Chans. Like he went on the Chans yeah. and did a bunch of stuff. And, I love. I love the. Yeah, that was. And he was like in search yeah, of a specific a of software from like a Macintosh computer that would help him with his time right. travel, like to get back to where he was. It was a pretty cool one. This shit, people people talk about like it's crazy. But Kurt, was it you that was telling me the? Uh, who was the one talking to me about the kid that was in the war that like recited the war? Oh, that was me. Yeah, there was a kid that um, 
he uh not only was he able to say that, you know, like, oh, you know, my previous life, you know, you hear this all the time. My previous How life. How old was he, first of all? Oh, he was like nine, nine to 11, somewhere in there, like, you know, pre-adolescent. Like Epstein age, okay. Yeah, right, right, right. Eight-year-olds, dude. Um, and so he was able not only to talk about that, you know, in his previous life, he was, uh, I think it was World War II veteran. He was able to say the exact name. He was able to locate where he died, and he was able to name um people that were in his you know his comrades as well and well that's been around for a while when they say from the a from birth to like seven or eight you can remember stuff from your past life right and the freaky Mm -hmm. thing is when i was at work i was talking to another person and she started telling me about her kid that when they went to a museum he was like four at the time started talking about the planes he used to fly in the wars, which is really freaky stuff. And this is not like a conspiracy theorist or anything. She was like a legit, like it freaked a me out. person. Yeah. That's why, so, like yeah. with musicians, like when you see those kids that, like when I, when I taught, there are these kids that can just pick up a guitar and just play. And you're like, how does this kid have the natural instinct to do it when others don't? It's almost like, mm-hmm. it's like predisposition. Like, you know, like an entire generation of musicians built up that skill, that skill, and then passed it along, passed it along from, you know, from life to life. And then this person has all that knowledge just in them from birth. Or know? maybe it's that they're so young that they're not susceptible to a lot of the programming that takes place for children, you know, as right. you're growing up. You Could know? be. It's a, it's a clean slate, like kind of like a Westworld when you reboot before you... Uh, before you go through it. So what was your percentage, Bob? How much do you believe in time travel to get back to Ben's? Um, I'm, I'm just going to say 50-50, you know? I'm going to say 50-50 just because I know that I'm a big Tesla guy, and I know he's experimenting with that stuff. I know the Nazis probably experiment uh-huh. with that. So uh, I think the technology's there. So, yeah, 50-50. Okay, Kurt? Uh, for celebrity time travel, I'm going to go 0.002%. Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Our resident skeptic. <laughs> well, no, I'm not a skeptic. I'm a QTN. Oh, uh, that's right. So you you got to be careful. Why, You're on the government list now for that. You might want to change that. <laughs> so why? It's because there's been a gazillion different people on this earth, and of course people start to look alike at some point. So I'm looking at the John Travolta one. I'm looking at the Eddie Murphy one. It's just going to happen. Sure. All right, so Kurt's an idiot. So um, yeah, keep, keep in mind when you guys are listening, look, this look kid at is going to fucking try and debunk everything, but he also no, no, tried no. to, d- yeah, you do, no, except no. aliens, you fucking love aliens, you got a fucking heart love on the for aliens. aliens, you got a fucking heart on for aliens, but me and Bobby yelling him all the time, me and Kurt fight at the dinner table, because every, Kurt's initial reaction to anything, does Michelle Obama have a dick, no, you're crazy. And well, because you come out with, oh, Michelle Obama's a man. And it's like, whoa, where the fuck is this coming from? Yeah, so, of course, my initial reaction is like, what are you talking about? Well, that's what's yeah, great no, about it, because then you guys end up, like, meeting somewhere in the middle. Like, like two days later, Kurt's, like, not only like not only does Kurt believe it, he, but he's, like, the authority on it by, like, day three. Right, then he, become, <laughs> then he becomes, like, the QTN fucking grandmaster on this shit, where he's, like, trying to tell me shit I told him two days ago. I'm, like, ago, waking so. up at 3 a.m., and he's, like, posting shit in our thread, you know? I'm, like, what the hell? <laughs> no, but that's all I want. I just want to hear the other side of the story, and I want but, evidence. But why don't you just first believe, and then, te- like, well, I no, taught I'm, everyone. See, that's no, Bob's I, thing. I, I, Bob will believe if you, like, well, the white the claw thing, right? Well, that's the way you're supposed to do it. When I listened to this podcast and heard the white claw thing, I was, like, what the fuck is this guy <laughs> told talking me I'm about? insane. 
and Bob was encouraging me. Well, Bob always – that's why I love Bob because he's a so, fucking idiot. He just Yeah, like Bob actually I believes can tell it, Bob, I, I can tell Bob right now that this Don Julio bottle I'm looking at bit my jaw last night, <laughs> and I have a cut, and he'd be like, really? Tell me more. <laughs> but, but, I mean, he'll look into it afterwards, but Bob's like but me. But it, had, it had legs, man. I mean, I'd seen that video of that monster lady, you know, talking about the demonic symbology on the monster bottles, and I was like, well, he's got right. a point. Like me and Bob believe first. <laughs> and then try to disprove our belief. We control our delete. <laughs> our belief. Ben, where do you fall on this? Do you believe first and then try to disprove it? Or do I'm, you I'm, disprove it and then try to make yourself yeah, you're more believe? of a QTN? I'm, I'm more of a, a QTN light. <laughs> yeah. yeah i line up i line up a little bit more with kurt on limp, this limp wrist kurt no 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 i'm, I'm definitely a strong forearm kurt <laughs> so what did you say your qtn light so what's your processor so i'm i definitely am more of a skeptic first and then i'll i'll try and look for ways to see if i can convince myself to believe it because i am very skeptical of most things. Remember, I'm a mainstream mm-hmm. skeptic. That's true. So, you are. You are. You're, so, uh, you're, you're, I, you're a, what is it? A mainstream Y'all skeptic. are so you're an soft. Yeah, MSS. Man. I'm so an SM, MSN. MSN. MS, MS squared. Yeah, you need sounds, an sounds like a, MSS. Sounds like a Latino gang. See, the, yeah. I, see, I don't have a MSS. label. Y'all got QTN. You got, was it Noctic? Gnostic, was it Agnostic Supernaturalist? It's a Gnostic Supernaturalist, Bob. You got Get Ben right. X I'm, over here. I need, I'm okay. pretty sure you're a country bumpkin. Okay, That's what we were, right. we were told. Yeah, you guys aren't as smart down there, Bob. It might take you a couple months before you think of something. Cool. All right. Um, so yeah, me, I would I would put myself uh, probably about like a twenty percent with time travel in general, and the celebrity time travel more of like five percent. Okay, um, Bob. Um, I know you. You said what, Bob? You're fifty. <laughs> That's pretty fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you only like 95. percent He dropped that down 20, 30 percent to be normal. I've talked about. <laughs> he's like 88 percent on this fucking shit. He's like, I'm a time traveler. <laughs> he's like, motherfucker, Jay Z was here 80 years ago. I'm telling you. <laughs> but uh, I- I'm probably around where you're at, Ben. I'm probably about 15, 20 on time travel. Um, we're not ready to to broach those conversations with you guys yet. We're gonna have to talk about like a lot of shit to get you ready for why time travel actually can exist. Uh, right. One of the things we spoke about in the pre-show was that the government has technologies and sciences and tools and shit like that. They're 50 years ahead of us. Like, that's just a fact. We just know mm-hmm. that. They've always been 50 years ahead from what they're releasing to the public. So we will talk about that. Here's the one thing I will say. I don't know if it's necessarily time travel or reincarnation. That's where I'm torn. Right. I'm like probably I'm in Bob territory here. I'm up in the 70s, 80s percent as far as like. Whether we live multiple lives or, or dabble in parallel universes or have been here before, I'm kind of with the whole reincarnation thing because until someone can explain deja vu to me, you cannot dis- like it's the Kurt was talking about the John of God thing is the craziest thing on the news that should have been there. Deja vu is the craziest thing that no one fucking talks about. Right. Like we literally will go through an experience that we've been through before. We've seen the same fucking thing before. We know what's about to happen next. It'll happen multiple times. And people are just like, oh, that's just a thing that happens. Like, right. what? Like, no, that's fucking insane. I knew a red car was about to drive by on my right. And an old lady was about to walk by on my left. That's not just something you just go, oh, that's just the thing that happens. Like, so I've been obsessed with deja vu. And deja vu leads more into time travel, reincarnation, parallel universe, 
things like that. So that's where I lie on that. So, yeah, I would say time travel, I'm probably about 15, 20, but reincarnation, living this life before, having possibly been in the past. The other thing that can't be explained is you guys ever meet someone and you just fucking click and you know the person and then you meet other people and you're just like, oh, no, no, I don't they're bad energy. I got to get the fuck away from this person. Yeah, but I think that's more of an energy thing. But right. the energy thing, but also that's like the, you know, the answer too, because we're all just balls of energy, right? We're all just pieces of space and earth. But right. the bottom line is you could have met this person in a prior life. You could, they could look like someone that triggered something in a prior life or at a prior time. So I'm sorry. And you don't believe in parallel universes or anything like that. You're saying when we die, we're just born back onto this. Right here. Uh, I don't know. I have, no, I have no idea, but I know that there's. I, I know that. I think it's very possible that we could be heading in one direction and then boom, bang, we shift into a parallel universe that looks exactly like the one we were just in. With, you know, like the people who talk about how the world ended in 2012. Yeah, or CERN. Like I was right? going to say, CERN ended the world in 2012, and now we're just living in some kind of alternate reality. I mean, doesn't it fucking. Every day, it's like, is it, are we living in a fucking video game? Are we living in the Twilight Zone? Like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. But. Yeah, so I, I don't know what I believe in that, bud. But so the, you know, is the Mandela effect anything similar to what you're uh, talking about? I mean, I'm out on the Mandela effect. I'm just curious in general, like when large know, amounts can't. of people like feel, say they experience the same thing, and it's turned. How up. can you be? Isn't, I don't know if you can be out on the Mandela effect. Isn't that like a real thing? Like I don't know. No, how it's, that's well, it's not a real thing. It's a well. Thing. First of all, Bob, explain it. Explain. Well, what the, it started with Nelson Mandela, where you know, like hundreds of thousands of people like claim that they literally thought he died in prison and remember watching his funeral on television, but he really didn't die for like decades later. You know. So like it's it's, it's, uh, it's well the reason go ahead yeah the reason it's hard to believe is because our brains pretty much work the same way so for us to remember something and it's not a majority of the people but to remember something we could have the same stuff going on to where maybe there was another big funeral at the time it happened and we're connecting a funeral for like a ex president with Mandela. Right. So we're just we have the same brain function. So that's what I think it is. I mean, you could be right or it could be like, you know, one person says it and then it just kind of snowballs and everybody's like, oh, yeah, I remember that. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, like, I What's your percentage on that, Bob? <sighs> it's a lot lower 90? than it used to be. Ninety <laughs> nine. It's a lot lower yeah. than it used to be. Just because like like really? there are a couple ones that I already knew, like like that that for me just didn't make sense and then the one that really gets me and a lot of people say Bert, the berenstein bears. bears the one that really gets me is the sinbad playing a genie because i i could have sworn i remember seeing that movie and that was the one that was one of the big ones for me i don't know if you guys ever remember like like because there was a movie with shaq called what kazam or something like that uh-huh. yeah. but i remember a, a movie called shazam with sinbad as a genie as a child and a lot of people have the similar memory and the, the weird thing about it is i remember that too for some it, reason you're just bringing up yeah that 100 yeah and, I, and it was unprovoked and i was watching a video and they were like a lot of people are talking about sinbad as a genie and i was like you know what i absolutely 100 percent remember that and apparently it didn't happen so there's a bunch to give you a bunch uh that you can know uh the coca-cola logo with the A having the dash at the top between the dash between it. Oscar Mayer being spelled E-Y or A-Y. Looney Tunes uh, was a big one, whether it was T-O-O-N-S or T-U-N-E-S. The Flintstones or the Flintstones. Jiffy and Jif. You know, these are some of the main ones. What about uh, movie quotes? Luke, I am your father. He never said that. 
um, hello Clarice right. from Silence of the Lambs never said that. Well, he said, Wait, I am. Really? Your, yeah, he never said hello Clarice. I'm sorry, with Luke, I am your father. He said, no, I am your father. He didn't say Luke. Okay, which is crazy because everybody says, Luke, wow, I am your father. Even James Earl Jones in interviews repeats, Luke, I am your father. But it was. And Chick fil A, like the other, the Chick fil A one was weird, whether it has a K or not. Like, that, so, so the, the reason why we're talking about all this stuff is because people are saying. <clears throat> The Mandela effect and the theories behind it. I think that's why I think you confuse the Mandela effect with the conspiracy theory behind it, right? Like the fact that our mind can misremember things from the past, false memories and stuff like that, usually gets dubbed as the Mandela effect, and that's already been proven to be true. Like most of your childhood memories are not things you remember; they're things you've been told at the dinner table that your parents told you about that this is what happened when you were a child. Mm-hmm. So the Mandela effect is more like they're all. Ben, you may be, do. You, do you want to articulate this? That there are like alternative universes, and they kind of reprogrammed it, and they made there's like a glitch where we're in a different universe. Like it's Looney Tunes in one with T U N E S, and it's T O O N S in the other one. These are like slight mistakes in the matrix, almost is what we're talking about. And when you start digging down the Mandela effect hole and looking at some of the things and thinking how you remember Looney Tunes being spelled and Bernstein Bears and Luke, I'm your father now, and all that. It'll bug you out if nothing else. But Ben, do you want to elaborate on anything with this? Yeah, I mean that's that's definitely something that I've heard about, and I, I could get confused as well with some things like that. The way I think that I remember something, and and sometimes like I'll think the same thing, like Looney Tunes. Like I'll have to try and remember: is it T U N or T O N or T O O N? Like I just don't remember. And then you know something like um, the Shazam Sinbad thing. Like these these are real situations. I don't know. If I necessarily believe in the way that it's portrayed with the conspiracy of it, or it's just the way that our mind works and we just, you know, try to visualize something and then just think about the last thing that was said or stuff like that. But um, I do believe that, um, the, you know, the parallel universes of quantum mechanics and, and, you know, the many worlds conspiracy or whatever that, you know, there there's everything, every possibility is happening all at the same time and mm-hmm. every decision you make puts you in that like kind of universe or, or whatever and and that's why things like um the secret work and and things mm-hmm. like law of attraction work is because what you think of and what you believe and the decisions you make puts you towards that path and that universe that you're in and and quantum mechanics and physics is, is some really crazy scientific stuff and if you look into things like the double slit experiment it kind of shows that like nothing is really there until you put your focus on it, like stuff like that. And uh, j- just something funny about like things like this is when I first took physics in college, the very first thing that my teacher said to us, <laughs> he was like, all right, guys, so we're going to get into uh, physics and um, you know theoretics and things like that and um, philosophy. And that chair, is that really there? And we're just all looking. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, it is. And he's like, well, some people believe it's not actually there. And so, so, like, there's so many different theories and ways to look at the let world. Me, that let me let me jump in for a second here, just to elaborate. Like, picture you put. Have any of you guys ever? And this is more for the listeners. I know you guys get it, but if you've ever put on a virtual reality goggles, right? When you put those goggles on your face and you could see in front of you, and you see this like space or whatever it is, right? There's nothing to your right or left in your mm-hmm. peripheral. All you could see is ahead of you, and there's nothing that exists there. Until you turn your head 
Right. And then all of a sudden there's other things to the left and now the stuff in front of you is actually gone. So there's mm-hmm. there's theories out there which I'm way more percentage wise than probably all of you on here and you know everyone listening that we are creating our own reality. We're almost in our own mental video game. We're our own god. It's our own creations. Right now I'm sitting in an office looking ahead and I see pictures on my wall and behind me there's a couch. But actually behind me there's nothing. Until I turn around and visually create that couch with my mind. Yeah, but except if you put your hand behind you, you can touch that couch. (laughs) Exactly. Well, what you guys are both describing, I don't know, Ben, you might know what this is. Have you ever heard of trans-surfing? All right. You guys need to go down that rabbit hole. It's basically law of attraction times 10. It was started by a guy in Russia. I just started getting into it, but that's basically kind of the gist of it where you're looking at yourself as a character and you can control your game it's just a matter of how you do it and it talks about pendulums negative pendulums so like anti-trump things that's a negative pendulum you want to give that no attention because then that's what's going to be brought to your life it's going to become your reality right Right. so you you guys need to get into trans well i'm a big i'm a big person on words create your world right like like you know your thoughts your words you know, if you look at certain people have very good luck, and it's usually the happy-go-lucky people, right? Certain miserable people, you know, just they right. can't get out of their own fucking way. And it's because they keep creating this world in front of them. I mean, I remember when I bought my Jaguar. Kurt, you remember. I Since we were younger. Uh, Bobby, didn't, didn't Louie have a dra- Jaguar? Yeah, he also had a caddy. Your pops. Yeah, so Uncle Louie. Uh, Bob's dad, when we were younger, he was like my idol, right? Like he was like the man in the family, in our family. And I remember he always used to talk about a Jaguar. And I, and I thought, I didn't want to Mandela affect it, but I'm, I was positive he had one. Mm-hmm. And I always said, when I get successful, I want to be like Uncle Louie. I want to be, I want to be like him and I want to have a Jaguar. And when I started getting a little bit successful, I just started like in my mind, just, it just stayed there. And next thing you know, I just, money just appeared and I had money to buy a hundred thousand dollar car cash. Like, it, it happens. It's, it's really true. Like, the secret and stuff like that, when you read these books, um, you know, putting the picture of the thing that you want in front of your head. If you want a mansion, you should be looking every day at a picture of that mansion or that car or that thing. And they just happen. Like, and, I, and Ben, you talked about that book, like, controlling your mind and all that kind of stuff where you can almost become psychic. And there's, that's kind of what we're talking about here. Like, you're not actually becoming psychic. You're just creating your world. And, and well, yeah, it really happened. I mean, look at me. I said I wanted to be on the radio. I said it to wanted to have a successful business. And, and you kind of will it into existence. So, I mean, we know that's a thing. I'm huge into the law of attraction. Like, it's one of the ways that I oh, live you would my love life. this then. Yeah, I'm definitely going to look into the. To look the into reality transurfing. You could pull it up on YouTube. There's, it's like seven hour videos of just a guy reading the book and the various books. It's you're going to love it. Yeah, I'm definitely going to check it out. Like, I, I live my life based off that. Like, yeah, so when I was I, younger I was and I found out about it, man. Person does. Uh, yeah, for, for real. Like, when I found out about that, like, my life took a turn for the positive. Mm-hmm. And there, mm-hmm. there's one more thing, like, I, I live my life on, and this isn't conspiracy, so I'm getting a little bit off with the topic, but there's a formula that I, I read um, years ago, uh, and it's, it's E plus R equals O. It's a, a, a events, no, E plus O E plus R equals O. Events plus reaction equals the outcome. So you can't change the event, but you can change the way you react right, to right. it. And that actually creates the outcome for you. Right. Yep. And looking at life like that, you know, it helps you to take 
things that are negative that happen to you and try to find the positive in it. And a lot of the right. times, the outcome itself ends up being positive. Uh, so that's yeah, a, a long look at it. Look at a Twitter troll. You ever see a Twitter troll who attacks you and you just flip it around and you be nice to him and fuck around with him and the next thing you know, they're your best friend kissing your ass, right? It's just how you react to that troll because they want that negative energy wants negative energy fed back well, to Well, the it. three biggest things you should do is intent, perspective, and action. So when you get into trans serving, you're going to see this. Perspective is how you view things that happen. So do you view them as a negative, kind of like the half full, half empty glass? Uh, intent. So if you say, I want to lift my arm, right? Nothing happens. Your arm doesn't go up. It's the intent of lifting your arm that actually brings your arm up. That's what trans surfing is all about. So if you want to start getting rich, it's not saying, I want to get rich. Like, that's the law of attraction. Right. It's the intent of, I know I'm going to get rich. I know I am rich. I know I have this. I know I have that. Everything is intent. Like, when you walk, you can't just say, okay, body, walk. You need the intention of actually walking. Right. So when you get deep into this, you're going to love well, is this it. Like, is this yeah, trans surfing or is this just like goals for self-improvement? You know, like, because like, you know, what? No, it's trans surfing. <laughs> this, this guy well, Bob, Bob was confused, Kurt. He'd fucking probably like smoked a dick or something before. <laughs> well, this. He, was was on por- these- he was on Pornhub <laughs> searching for transsexuals. <laughs> So he thought that he, thought, <laughs> he was looking for trans who surf. So you might have to say it again. He was no, looking no, because for trans like law of attraction is just the basic. Oh, I want to be rich. Put it out right. there, and you're going to get it. But that's right. it goes way further than well, it that. Just seems like, it's visual, like visualization, right? Like, yeah, it's part of it. Okay. Yeah. Ben, right, so, you said you had another one. Percentage. Yeah. One? So so here's another one. And if if you've ever been to and by Colorado. the way, we're going to get to Michelle Obama in uh, oh, probably an hour. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there, though. I'm, I'm a little hesitant to do this one because there's so many uh, rabbit holes that can, this there's... one can lead you down. But So if you've ever been to Colorado, for the most oh, part, you, you fly into oh, Denver. No. Uh-huh. And so do you guys believe <laughs> that the Obama and a week? Yeah, I'm about, oh, I'm about no. to go to Colorado to get it. Do you believe that... The Illuminati controls the Denver airport. Oh, yeah. I've heard 100%. That one. I know. I will admit here, you know, I'll, I'll pretend to be a content expert sometimes, but not with conspiracy. I don't even know anything about it. All right. So I, if, I never even if, heard about it. All right. That. So all you need to do is just search Denver Illuminati and you'll see some of the murals and statues and everything they have there. And it's some of the most satanic crazy shit that you'll ever see and it's in the airport yeah like, some of it's, it's just murals on the wall that are just like depicting like mass death and and shit like it's like crazy stuff and they have here's here's how i usually do with shit like this bobby do i believe this oh like you'll you'll go back from 100 percent. like right now i feel like you okay. believe it right. and then you're so, gonna scroll so right now tom will be it. talking about this all yeah. week. Yeah. So i believe it okay <laughs> yeah so now I'm don't follow tom on twitter yeah. for this yeah. week so now i'm gonna yeah. go through my normal holy shit what the fuck is this Remodeling but ben isn't the big thing with lair? denver airport besides that isn't it the underground yes. tunnels yes. and everything they yep. built prior to building the airport yes. yeah they have like like a oh, massive like crazy. underground city and tunnels underneath that supposedly you know they they transport like um, trafficking rings and and things through there. And if you just look at the murals and statues that they have in this place, like if if you ever looked into Illuminati or anything like that, you'll see all the symbolism and and Yo, this is um, Freemasonry and stuff. It's like, like that. real like, post. It's... Like a lot of these murals are like post-apocalyptic. <laughs> it's... it's very very. Strange. Yeah. Did you see the runway? Is a swastika? Yeah, it's it's no. nuts. It's it's absolutely nuts. So. 
Uh, so maybe you don't have to do your, your you know, if you believe in oh, God. I'm already in. I'm already in. Yeah, I'm yeah Tom's 100% on this <laughs> already. In, like, fucking, I'm, gonna, I'm literally texting people while we're on air. Denver yeah. <laughs> Airport is a fucking satanic worship. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people don't even know about this one. So like, This when you is, look like, right it, there with the Vatican shit for yeah. me. Yeah, right it now. is. This it's is similar. dope. Yeah, it's it's nuts. All right, so I'll just move on. So I'll just I'll just name, I'll, so name I'll, to give you the answer. I'm 100. percent Yeah, 100. <laughs> percent All right, so so maybe I'll just use this as you don't have to believe in it yet because people probably may not have heard of a lot of things. So I'll just rattle off a couple of other ones for for future shows. Um, J.P. Morgan planned the Titanic uh, disaster. Yes, yes. Definitely. Wait, um, plan? He, what was that? Planned. planned. He planned, planned it. Oh, planned. Yeah. So the theory behind it is that he was trying to kill off. Uh, a few of his millionaire competitors and some of the richest people in the world were on right. there and he had tickets he for the go. ship and then uh, canceled at the last moment. Right. And so he decided not to go on and then everyone. Well, we see passed. that now with a couple of these plane crashes, right, oh, Bob? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I love all these celebrities who are like, I just missed the plane at night. I'm like, ah, yeah, someone told you about it. Mm-hmm. But go on. Okay. Another one is um, flu vaccines actually contain um things that are worse than the, yes. the virus that they're trying yes. to i refuse to, to save fucking, you from i refuse to get and i have an insider on that. i get my i got show. the documents on that one <laughs> <laughs> all right go to another one i don't want to go through these too deep i want to saving these for future pods yep. to see what twitter wants go on. so an- another one and and we could discuss this one uh, on the politics theme shows that the mm-hmm. the u.s government openly gives weapons to terrorist organizations 100%. like ISIS and the uh, Mexican and, and, cartels. And ultra children. Yeah. yeah. So they can increase violence and, well, this and was gun predicted violence. In the book. What was the book, Bob, that you always talk about? Was this uh, Collins' book? What was this? What? Which one? The book where he talked <laughs> about... The, 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 eat a mushroom? <laughs> the, uh, the, the, uh, the book that they talk about... Um, what the fuck's book was it? Where they talk about how there's going to be mass shootings. They're going to weaponize the pale Cooper, white horse. The pale white horse. Yeah. Right. So explain that. Explain that real quick. I think that's important to address well, because me and you especially post a lot of stuff. Ben, you do a little bit, too, about how these mass shootings, a lot of them could be false flags and stuff. Um, explain it, Bill. Uh, Bill, Ben, uh, Bob, Bill, fucking Frank. Enough, um, fucking you sound like Grandpa. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, Bobby, Barbara, Tommy, Bobby. <laughs> uh, so, Bill, okay, so if I had, like, a Mount Rushmore of, of just, like, the greatest. Cooper's the yeah, man. Cooper is on the Mount Rushmore. Number one. Num- yeah, number, number one. Um, so he wrote a book called Behold a Bale, a, Bale, uh, a Pale Horse. Um, one of the famous... Uh, Who sounds like Grandpa. Right, now. right. He uh, One of the famous um, pages that, that gets shared around is this uh, excerpt where he talks about how, um, you know, this was written in 95, so he said, you know, within the next decade, you're going to start seeing uh, school shootings. Um, and and immediately what's going to happen is they're going to grab that narrative of gun control. So they're going to go from school shootings immediately to gun control. And uh, they're basically what Ben Shapiro says, like, you know, you're going to stand on the graves of these children in order to implement uh, gun control and to increase the police state. And sure enough, 10 years later, we had Columbine. And now, you know, you have shootings. Yeah, nonstop. And guess what happens? Like less than 24 hours after the event, you know, CNN, first of all, CNN's always on the scene. And then the politicians tweet out with the same, the same exact lingo, the same exact word usage about gun control. You see crisis actors that have been at other shootings at the same shooting. Yeah. Crisis actors is another topic that should absolutely be talked about and whether you believe it or not it's actually a real thing like they have organizations where they hire 
actors to um, portray people, you know, as victims or fathers of victims and things like that. And you'll see people, um, you know, who are being interviewed a couple minutes before it starts or a couple seconds before it starts recording. They're like laughing and smiling and then they get they get into you know, like, like AOC in a parking lot pretending yeah. that she's at some <laughs> fucking, you know, yeah. ISIS facility, ICE facility. But uh, but yeah, no, and keep in mind, I want to be clear here because I know a lot of people are, you know, I, I always get the, I know someone who died in a mass We're not saying that every mass shooting is fake or that even a lot of them. I mean, we're not even saying couple, it's fake. We're not saying any of them are fake. What we're saying is these are used. That there's a lot of different routes how these mass shootings are accentuating. There's a political side to this where they're trying to politicize these mass shootings so they're exploiting them. I personally think that, yes, they are. We talk about these fucking, uh, you know, MK Ultra assassins and stuff like that, how these kids are super fucked up. Patsies. And they are leading them. They're patsies. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I, b- I believe it. And this was predicted. That's And it wasn't just Cooper. It was other people who predicted 20, 30 years ago that what they're going to do to try and get rid of the guns because the government needs to get rid of the guns to fully take control of the people, they're going to try and accentuate mass shootings. And this is pre- that's what I'm saying. This isn't conspiracy theory. This is in writing that they were saying this is going to happen in 20 years. They're going to start this more. And then they're going to start making it. A, they're going to politicize it. And it's so not just like, and it's not just like Bill Cooper was like just some dude sitting in his house. Like he's former like U.S. Air Force Naval Intelligence. Okay, so right. he had like he has insider information. And and if you really dig deep into Bill Cooper and start listening to him, like he predicted nine eleven and then said they were going to blame it on Osama bin Laden like six months before it happened. And then he died. Okay, he died right after nine right. eleven. Okay. You need to you need to when we start bringing stuff up, don't close your mind to it. Don't go. This is fucking crazy. There's going to be topics that you relate to. There's going to be topics that you don't go do your own research. Go look up Bill Cooper. You should spend, you know, what's it? Ick and Cooper are probably two that I would yeah, say David you should Ike. check out pretty. David heavily. Ike. Ike. Yeah. But uh, hmm. you should but definitely no. look at Bill Cooper for sure. Kurt. So Sam Tripoli talks about this a lot. He says when something like this happens, a mass shooting, follow the news immediately and get the information that's coming out right away. And I did that on El Paso, and it was very freaky because when the El Paso thing started happening, every report, including the El Paso police, are saying multiple multiple witnesses are talking about multiple shooters. Always. Every report was multiple shooters. Always. And then by the time it was done, all we got was a picture of that nerdy kid. Right. Right. And it It had two different cargo pants on and two different pictures. We so why is every mass shooting Boston start bombing. with multiple shooters? Same with what? It was in Vegas. It was multiple shooters yeah. for the longest time. And then yeah. it was a magically one guy. Hopefully we, at some point the, the public will wake up and understand that, yes, there's probably people that died in that shooting. And you probably may know people that died. We're not saying the shooting didn't happen. We're right. saying that's why that we want the real story. They're saying the yeah. stories are all lies. The Vegas shooting. We're going to do a whole podcast on the Vegas shooting. How that was a fucking lie. There was holes in Sandy Hook. There's holes in 9-11. That that, once you start to understand, okay, wait, they changed this story, then you have to, your, your responsibility as a human is to then just assume the thing was fixed or fake. Something mm-hmm. went on. Either it, was not, either it was staged, which I don't believe most of these mass shootings are staged. I think they're real. But I think the gunman 
was either fucking mind-controlled, brainwashed, one of these little baby assassins that we talk about that the fucking Nazis were creating years ago. They were, this has gone on already throughout history. You just got to wonder, why are they changing these stories and hiding details and burying those details later on? That's what you got to get to. One of the other ones that we definitely need to talk about in, in this theme is the Boston Marathon bombing. That, that is probably, for me... That's on almost nine nine eleven level of like inside job. Hmm. Like that that is like top of the list for me with blaming it on people who didn't do hmm. it. Like wow. that. All right, we're gonna dive into that next pod. Then I'm interested oh, in Bob's hmm's on this. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm with stumped. Bob. I'm, like, I'm totally stumped. Oh, it's yeah. it's stumped the Bob. Pro- are you already at 50%? I'm already oh there. I'm already like... I'm at 98. Do you know yeah, how many I'm texts I got one. after the Boston bombing? Because they were like, hey, Bob, you better be out, like you better be hiding right now. I'm like, what the hell are they talking about? And then I look at the picture from Rolling Stone. I looked exactly like the Boston bomber. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm telling you, my, my inbox got flooded. Like, yo, Bob, like you need to be hiding right now. I'm like, what the fuck are these people talking about? Like, for me, it's... It, it may even be more obvious than 9-11. Wow. All right. We oh, got to spend boy. a whole pot on this then because I want to yeah. do some research before we get yeah. on this. And, One oh, quote is... Tommy, Tommy, you'll be texting me within five minutes of looking well, into it. I mean, it. I'm already fucking texting my friends telling them it was fake. <laughs> I like being the first person to tell everyone. So when it comes to false flags, just remember one quote. Winston Churchill, I believe, said it first, but it's been repeated. Never let a good tragedy go to waste. So whether it's a fake fault, you know, whether it's a completely orchestrated false flag and nobody dies, or it's a false flag where people die and they just use it to steer the narrative in a direction. So the event could be completely real. It's just the narrative that they steer it towards, you know, like they use it as a way to, like, for example, it's called the Hegelian dialectic. And this is what governments use where they have an agenda, which is centralization of power, right? So then they either manufacture an event or an event happens naturally which they use to push for police states for taking guns, taking arms, and things like that, and it's removal of freedoms through those tragedies. They they basically feed off of your fear because you're in a weakened state to push more policy, to push more laws, to remove freedoms for you. Do you guys do you guys remember the absolute lockdown that they put Boston in after that? Like, like they had tanks roaming the streets and and searching for like these two little kids supposedly. And I mean, I'm I'm on completely on board with fake blood, fake actors. Now, there could have been, you know, a real bomb in there that got some people hurt. But like there was so much fakery, like it looks like like a, a movie shoot. Basically, I got a boner. Well, there goes the next eight hours of my life right there right when we get Yeah, exactly. Oh, boy. Guess I better cancel my fucking dinner plans. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like they poured Bobby, you're gonna be able to Bob's going to be like, all right, wait, don't hang up yet. Hold on. <laughs> Look at this. Ben's right. Ben X is yeah, right. Man. The scary thing is that people think false flags are fake and not a real thing. You have to understand something. Of course something. they are the elite real. elite and all these people do not give a fuck about, about human you. life. They don't give a fuck about human life. And this is the problem. What's the easiest thing to pull off so that even the conspiracy theorists or the truthers or the Q-tips or the fucking mainstream QTNs. media fucking skeptics, whatever it is, what is that every group... You'll look crazy. How about me trying to even broach a conversation with a normal human being that a school shooting was set up by the government? Oh, man. Like, imagine, like, what? There's probably fucking 3,000 people who already shut this podcast off because you, God forbid, children died, right? But if, but six, like Kurt said, 
two years ago when I said, hey, the celebrities are raping everyone in Hollywood. They're raping these child actors, and they have sex farms run by Jeffrey Epstein. Everyone was like, oh, you fucking Satanist, horrible. And now they're all like, well, yeah, like Kurt said. Well, yeah, of course. And guess what? This is the same type of thing. They, they murdered thousands of people in 9-11. They murdered th- the Clintons have murdered hundreds of bodyguards, hundreds of people. So if you start to understand that there was John of God who was fucking, this is real, this happened. The dude was fucking on Oprah who had a fucking sex farm of young girls and dealt with the Hollywood elite and was having them have 10 children and then murdering them. Why would it be so hard to believe? And this is what I'm saying. Once you get all the way down the rabbit hole, and this is why it all intertwines, it all comes full circle and everything's part of everything. Because once you start understanding, okay, the government will 100% murder people to get their laws passed, murder people to get what they want done, whether it's oil deals, whether it's 9-11, whatever it is. So is it fair to say that the government would kind of lead some kid for a young while and have them shoot up a school? And brainwash them, MK Ultra, them, a real thing, to have them shoot up a school. And then would they have 50 kids to do that? And then would they strategically do these at times after some fucking shit came out that they want off the news? You can't believe 9-11 was an inside job. You can't believe the fucking Epstein thing was real. You can't understand that John of God happened and then say it's impossible that anyone would make a kid shoot up a school. It, you, you just can't. Right. I'm sorry. You can't. Well, there's an actual military term for it. Called, it's just called collateral damage. That's all they think it's of. Collateral it. damage. Yeah. That's all it is. Right. You can't. But now it's the fear of uh, conspiracy theorists, as they say, exposing this stuff. So now they're countering it by making domestic terrorists. So this is their defense against right. that. Yep. So if they could shut down our podcast, they Sam need Tripoli's to stop, podcast. Right, Tripoli. They need to stop Rogan. They need to stop Eddie Bravo. They need to stop everyone out there who's fucking Alex Jones. Free thinkers. Yeah, they, I mean, they deplatformed Alex Jones, and Alex Jones has been right on, like, like, listen, yeah, there's some shit he said that was crazy, but honestly, I'm going back now and re-listening to Alex Jones stuff from the past because there's so much shit he's been right on. One of the things, uh, which we can't prove that he's not right on, but I want to get to it before we're three hours in, is the Michelle Obama Yes. Thing. Oh, boy. All right, so... <laughs> So our, my Twitter verse loves nice this. Nice segue, by uh, the way. I do have to say that was yeah. an amazing <laughs> segue. Thank you, thank you. Can, we, can I, we give me a yes. clap? Yes. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. I'm a professional. <laughs> uh, when the Michelle Obama. Th- oh, you know what? I segued too early. We're not getting to Michelle Obama okay. yet. Actually, no. We're going to save Bob's story. All right, all we're right. going to go Michelle first. You're not getting off the hook without no, this fucking man. story. So Kurt, Kurt, remind me to fucking get to Bob's little fucking story. Oh. Or in the park lot, wherever it was. Whenever he told us in the It was at a park when he was doing body ups, <laughs> as he says. Yeah, so, AKA, I was on the bods plan. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, bod of God. Um, no, I like so, Ben. Ben's like, you mean pull-ups? <laughs> <laughs> no, Bob was legit doing you body, know the body ups. Up you is. keep going after the... Yeah, after you do it's the pull-up. It's this thing up, where I pull my up, body up. up. What's it pull-ups called? Pull-ups are for normies, dude. Body ups, that's, that's conspiracy <laughs> shit right there. And Bob's like 130 pounds. So, like, why are you even working out to begin Bro. with? <laughs> so we can get to 135. He needs to defend himself against the government. When they well, so I can be or like, a guy I can be following like, him in the woods. Like, yeah, let, fuck it. We're getting to it. We, you, guys, you guys ain't going anywhere until we talk about Michelle. So I'm going to drag out. So, Bob, tell the story you told in the pre-show uh, about, about All right. <laughs> or Tommy Will. All right, listen. 
This is, and I know it's not funny to you. <laughs> no, it's, and, it, and I, be, I believe it happened, but I just I well, make I fun have, fun. I have a witness with me, okay, and this happened more than once, okay. <laughs> Keep in mind, this is right in the time where the election was happening. I was buying a lot of literature from Barnes and Noble about Hillary body counts and you know nine eleven conspiracies, and so there was a paper trail, and my YouTube was filled with all this conspiracy crap. So anyway. I'm at a park with my friend, like you said, doing the jungle gym workouts. You ever seen the YouTube guy that prison pri- gym, prison body gym? Ups. Thank you, yeah, prison gym body ups and all that stuff, and you know, sweaty bods and all that stuff in the middle of the summer, looking pretty good. <laughs> I'm feeling good about myself too. Were you shirtless when you absolutely. were doing this? Absolutely, absolutely. You were I bet. right. All right. So this could have just Sorry. been some petter ass, you know, but he was dressed in a suit. Okay. And so we're, we're working out at this park, and, and I notice out the corner of my eyes, some guy's, like, off in the woods in this trail just, like, peeking out at us. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I turned to my friend Billy, and I was like, Billy, don't look, but there's some dude in the woods. And he just kept circling around. I said, dude, let's get the fuck out of here. So we get in our car, and uh, we experiment a little bit. You know, we make some—he gets in his car, starts following us, you know, close behind. We just start making random fucking turns, and he keeps following us, following us 20 minutes. 20 minutes goes by, and we're just like, all right, let's get the fuck out of here. So we peel out of the park, and he follows us all the way out of the park, and we turn onto a main road, and then he lets us go. So no big deal, whatever, maybe he's just a pervert. Three months later, okay, I'm in a parking lot. I see the same guy in a different car suit following me. This time, I leave the parking lot, go down the street, and I'm on the road for 15 minutes making turns, and this dude's following me. And I call the cops. The cops get him, and they, you know, they keep... Apparently, they told me they could not do anything to him. He didn't have a prior record or anything like that. But both of these happened within less than a mile vicinity of an FBI building that was located right behind the high school I went to. So I'm already, like, paranoid about a bunch of shit. And so I actually go on the Internet that night. I'm like, I I like YouTube or Google, like, why would people follow me? (laughs) why would people follow you that's literally what you wrote in google so i came to two why would people follow me so apparently i read that like (laughs) because you're a conspiracy theorist you know why i'm surprised you read his name why would people follow follow like what did you think was gonna pop up though like he wants to rape you like what's gonna pop up maybe he just really like looking at you after your body like people hang out at public parks and look for like you know like Kids, either kids, <laughs> and Bob looks I look like, a, like kid. a kid, you know. And they hang out public parks. Either look for like like gay sex or something like that. Like there was a there was you a look like you're down there was that. a uh, mall in, in in my city that was an international gay sex ring, and people would fly from all over the world just to have sex in this bathroom of this mall. This is a real thing. And so, like, apparently they they meet at these public parks, and if you give them some kind of like cue sign, that means you're like DTF or something like that. So. That was oh, like when you tap your yeah, foot under the stall, or if you're doing at, like, a body up, that means you're down. A body up, <laughs> <the stall. laughs> you know? or as or as Ben and the rest of the world would call it, a pull up. <laughs> so in my paranoia, and, and granted, you know, I take CBD for my Crohn's, and it has some THC in it, so it could have induced some paranoia. But you know, um, <laughs> Stop. you know, that combined with all of the conspiracy stuff and the Hillary stuff, yeah, I mean, I thought I thought a government person was following me, and it kind of, you know, in some ways, it kind of made me feel like I was special, you know, so. Maybe maybe I enjoyed this shit. <laughs> little, little yeah, he's like, like how the kids he's like, like sir, you <laughs> dropped your wallet. <laughs> I actually went to the. F- it's like so. I, so the next day, I showed up there naked. I went to the FBI building and searched for his car. Got out of my car and walked around in the parking lot looking for his car for thirty minutes. And I can't believe Did I'm saying all this. Did you ever think to just go up to him? No, I'm too big of a pussy, man. Yeah. You know, 
Yeah. <laughs> Even after those pull-ups or body-ups? Like you said, I'm 130 pounds. Body-ups. I look like Henry Cejudo, right? Like, I can only challenge women, you know? <laughs> Good job. Women and kids. Women and kids. Yeah. So anyway, right, so that's enough. my. I, I appreciate oh, you calling me out. You know, whatever. It's all good. I, I, this isn't the no, no Mercy podcast, so uh, you know. May, hey, you know, what, maybe I'll get an inbox and somebody has a similar story. You know, so. Hey, yeah, of yeah. course. And you know what? Honestly, when you told me the story the first time, I was gay. I was enthralled. I, mean, I think I was drunk at like three in the morning. I was like, "Did he get you? Do we need to find him? What are we going to do? I'm going to fly out there and help you." But uh, <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, we'll I still think he's FBI. I mean, probably could have mm-hmm. been, dude. Who knows the shit that's on your fucking he, searches? Well, yeah. now that you're a public figure, forget it. Yeah, forget screwed, it. Now you're yeah. gonna have you're gonna have fucking Men in Black following you all over yeah, the place. It's Will Smith with a neuralizer. <laughs> <laughs> it just flashed. Bobby forgot. His <laughs> <laughs> this is like right when I was reading about Jade Helm and how they like literally put like marks on each person's house. So if there's ever like a you know military takeover, like you're the one that's gonna get taken out. And I'm like, oh god. Mm. Yeah, it's probably just the THC. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so, so get the CBD Why that doesn't have the THC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the other one's more. Oh fun. god. So, uh, all right, let's so, get to Michelle here, sir. Wait, Bob. Yeah. Uh, uh, Bob and Tom and yeah. Kurt. Which is more believable, Michelle with the hammer cock or Obama born in Kenya? Ooh. All right. So. Oh. Michelle having a cock or Obama born in Kenya? I think Obama born in Kenya. I think there's more documentation to prove it. I mean, I'm 97% certain that Michelle has a cock. So I'm uh, (laughs) going to go with that. I want to know what Kurt thinks. I'm going to say Kenya. But Obama to me is kind of like Tom's theory where he says anything that emerges too quickly, like fucking White Claw, there's probably something behind it. Right. And mm-hmm. I think Obama kind of came out of nowhere, he right? Kind of come he have... out of nowhere. <laughs> fucking, yeah. like, no one even knew who the fuck he was. And doesn't he have CIA it. ties? His parents or his dad yeah, or something? His his mom, um, and like her side of the family, and then his father, his supposedly real father, uh, was a, um, a a known communist. Yeah. Oh, dude, he, he wrote a book. Right, Marshall it, Davis. Words of my father or something. Yeah. Of my father. What was the name of the book? Yeah, that, that's exactly dream dreams of my father, I think. Right. And his father was like a complete communist, communist, America hater, hated the wealthy, hated everything. And he talks about how he worshipped his father his whole life. Um, so we'll get into that. We could dovetail onto some of that since we're on the Obama topic. But I think the first thing here is and this is going to require some Googling on your part. I've posted a ton of shit about it. Um, this is a pretty easy one to believe, like even people who don't believe in conspiracies or anything. Again, this ties into the global thing that the Bushes, the Clintons and the Obamas going back to Bush Sr., Bush Jr., Bill, Hillary and the Obamas are all basically just this Bilderberg New World Order fucking groups of fucking pawns that are out there to fucking destroy everything. Right. Um, but Michelle Obama being a man, Ben, give me the one. Give me the couple things that make you believe that Michelle Obama is a man or a transvestite, transgender, you know, something along those lines, but not a, what's the, what do they call it? Cis woman or something like that, whatever the new term is, but not well, a woman. The very th- first thing is I've seen pictures of her huge cock. And- <laughs> <laughs> like 12 of them too. So. Yeah. I mean, pictures and videos, uh, I, I mean, of course, it was. It wasn't like the actual dick. It was, you know, underclothes or whatever. So who really knows what was down there? Maybe she was stuffing it with a sock. But um, I mean, you've never seen her pregnant. 
and she had an in vitro pregnancy. So if you don't know what that means, it, uh, her kids are test tube babies. Right. So they were basically um, fertilized in a test tube before they were implanted in her. And, and that's something that, uh, you know, I mean, if, if you want to go down the rabbit hole, that's something that would kind of point science to right away that it's not a natural birth or it's not from Obama himself or she's just is an actual man and never even got pregnant. Right. So, I mean, there, there's no evidence of her being pregnant and someone like that, like, are you kidding me? They would be flaunting those photos everywhere. Like, well, oh my God, yes, not, queen. Right. Yeah. No, her kids, their kids look exactly like their best yes. friends. Exactly. Yep. It's a yep. exactly. Hold on. Exactly. Let me give you guys what to Google. So I Obama yeah, kids meet the parents. Right. Just Google that. Obama kids meet the parents. And you'll see tons of pictures of the real parents of the Obama children. Now, some it's, people would say, why would they do this? Why would this be a conspiracy? Because if you do believe that there is this bigger power, which is f- trying to form some one world government, one world currency type thing, this Bilderberg group type shit. And you should Google Bilderberg group because that's a real thing. These are real meetings by the most powerful people in the world that happen in secret places. The media knows where they are. The media is allowed to show up there, but immediate, the media isn't allowed in. So it's been the Clintons and princes and you know Kim Jong-un and all these people from all over the world meet once a year. Ron Paul almost got murdered for exposing this. But there's a Bilderberg thing where all the most powerful people around the world get together and have these kind of skull-like secret meetings that no one knows what the fuck they're talking about. No one knows what goes on there. And if you believe that this is the thing and they're trying to you know, get America to weaken and break America down, the world power, then it would make sense that there's this fake family, which really never was a family. We're going to take this guy because he's the perfect kind of spokesperson. He's, you know, half white, half black, has Muslim ties, but he's American, but he's a Christian, well-spoken, great orator. We're going to stick him with this woman who's a powerful woman. She's into fitness. She's very well-spoken. She fits there. we got to give them two kids. Let's use their friends. We're going to use these two kids, pair them together. There's your family. Right, and, here, and here's right? the other thing about it is like um, these people, so in this particular case, I believe they're called the Nesbits. I think that was the family, the friends. Um, this is an offering. This is almost like an initiation. Like, like they offer their children mm-hmm. up in various forms. And so in this particular right. case, that is an offering you know, to to these elite groups to get in these inner circles. So there's some trade-off in this particular instance. So it's just like, you know, offering your children up for adoption, except obviously much more nefarious. And that gets real deep into, like, the offerings um, of children to Moloch, which gets into the Satanism, if you want to ever kind of dive into that stuff. But, um, yeah, so you can look at it almost as like an offering that, that they did to the Obamas for the for the greater good of the cause. Right. Yeah. And, and, and here's, the, here's the way this stuff works, because some of you may be listening to this and thinking we're fucking insane. When you have a relationship, Bobby likes comparing things to movies. I like comparing them to personal experiences, right? When you have a relationship that you've been in for fucking 10 years, 11 years, 15 years, who the fuck knows how long, you're brainwashed to believe <clears throat> my girl's not cheating on me, right? Like we've been doing this 15 years and never caught her doing anything. She's good. But then all of a sudden you find a text that kind of triggered you. Right. And you're like, hmm, she kind of hit her phone when she answered that. Ah, That's probably nothing. Right. And then all of a sudden she goes away and, you know, she leaves the house and doesn't come home till three hours later and kind of smells like alcohol. <laughs> and you're like, hmm, that's a little out of character. And then next thing you know, she says she's going to Mary's house 
and Mary happened to call when she was out looking for your girl. <laughs> huh, so she, now she's not at Mary. So do you see where I'm going with this? All of a sudden, that true faith, when enough dots start to connect, eventually now you're hiring a private investigator and you're fucking catching her fucking the neighbor and fucking you know, behind the dumpster at the Circle K, right? Like, it, it's, the, there needs to be more dots. In this Obama situation, this Michelle Mann, uh, Barack, gay, fake family thing, there are so many video and physical visual images that are dots. One, why is there no single picture of Michelle Obama pregnant? There's not one. Now, that in and of itself does not make her a trans- transgender. But that's just one of the dots. That's the first text message. The second one, why does she built like a man? Why does she have man arms and man hands? Then you start to dig into her hands and how men have different finger formations. One finger's longer than the other. This is all the stuff I want you to look up. Okay, Tommy, so that's another dot that still doesn't Tommy, make her a man. What and if then she you, just does a ton of body ups? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Then you start to dig into the fact that, well, there's pictures of her before pregnancy. There's pictures of her children after. Why is there no pictures of her pregnant? And then you start to look into, okay, well, what do her kids look like? Well, her kids look exactly identical to her best friend's kids. It's uncanny. It's exactly. To, to her best friend. Like, literally, you cannot look at the meet the parents picture if you Google Obama meet the parent and look at the best friends and look at the kids and not say that is 1,000% their children. Like, it's beyond a reasonable doubt. So now you're getting real fucked up. Now it's like, okay, well, let's go a step further. Is there any video of her showing her package? There is fucking more pictures of her dick swinging, whether it's on the Ellen DeGeneres show where you see it flapping around, whether it's the one of her in the blue dress, whether it's the one of her in the purple dress, the black pants, the white pants coming out of the facility, Mm -hmm. and everyone's going to go, well, these are photoshopped. Well, no, they're not. There's videos of her dancing on Ellen. There's videos of her walking out of this plane. These are not photoshopped pictures. Now you're going, all right, you know what? Well, now we got to turn to Barack. Like, is Barack? Then Barack would kind of have to be gay. Did you know that this is one piece of information? I don't even know if you guys know. In his own book, Barack Obama talks about how he was raised by a transvestite nanny. Hmm. Were you guys aware of that? No, I was not. In his own book, he talks about how he was raised by a transvestite nanny. Hmm. Kurt, you love the picture of Barack holding hands with his guy friend. (laughs) There's two things that make me even entertain this idea. The one where he's holding hands, interlocking fingers with his college roommate or whatever that guy was. Because no man interlocks hands with another man unless there is something really? going on. Right. right. And the other thing is <laughs> the Joan Rivers thing. That also... And that's where I'm getting yeah, right here. That's the so, one. I was so, going to bring that up. That's, that's the mic drop, right? So you have all this, and you start acquiring all this, and then it's like, wait a minute. You know, this is all really fucking weird, right? Now you got enough dots where you're going to hire the PI. Now you need to get a private investigator to give you the information. <clears throat> there is no more connected person into the world of celebrity than Joan Rivers. She's been doing it longer. She made her living doing nothing but celebrity talk interactions. Was at every party, every Grammys, every Oscars, every elite event that has ever happened with celebrities, Joan Rivers has been a part of. Is that a fair statement? Yes. And Joan Rivers, and I, I was going to play it, but the sound quality might not come through that good. But Joan Rivers, you Google it. What do you Google play here that. to find If this? you have it, play it. Joan Rivers, Joan Rivers Obama. Yeah, you guys, she straight you guys up said. About Let me try and pull this up here. Joan Rivers straight up said and very casually, everybody knows that Michelle Obama is a right. trick. 
But that's not even the craziest part of it. The craziest part is how Joan Rivers shortly died after right. that. Right. All right. Here it is. In so a I'm freak play accident. Everybody know knows it. Great. All right. I don't know if we're going to get great sound here, but I'm gonna, it's only 21 seconds. So this is Joan Rivers going into an event, right? Probably uh, saying a little. Hold on. Hold on. All right. So they're asking her, do you think the country will ever see the first gay president? Right. And you can find this online. Just write Obama, uh, Joan Rivers, Obama, Michelle Tranny. So here it is. And do you think that the country will see the first, the United States will see the first gay president or the first woman president? We already have it with Obama, so let's just calm down. Okay, I'm going to stop it there. So they asked, do you think the country will ever see the first gay president or the first woman president? What will come first? And she said, well, we already have it with Obama. Like, just casually walking by, not like trying to cause a controversy. She doesn't want to be talked to. You can tell she's fucking probably hopped up on some painkillers because she's about to give a speech. And then the next thing she says right here. Now, the reporter is like, what the fuck? Here's the next thing that's said. No, Michelle is a trans. I'm sorry, she's a what? A transgender. We all know. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So the way she said it, you could. You, listen, you have to use your brain on some of this it's stuff. So it's so blase. It's just so like. It's so like, she said, you know, Michelle is a tranny. And then the guy was like, Michelle, it's a what? And she goes, a transgender. We all know it. Like, she said it like, duh, motherfucker. Like the, so that's the mic drop right there. Once that happens, I'm all in. Like, I'm 100% Tell all me, in. Her and being on drugs Joan actually Rivers, makes it more believable. Exactly. And they're like, well, she was on drugs. They didn't really That's why she was so nonchalant about saying it. that's why she was so open, right? She's not saying, she's not making shit she up because she's on up. drugs. Because she's on drugs, she's saying shit she's not supposed to say. I want to like, piggyback off that a little bit. And, and so by the way, then she died mysteriously weeks later all of a sudden she died in a routine plastic surgery which she's had 1500 of her daughter initially went crazy and started going all over the place saying that she was killed and then all of a sudden two weeks later her daughter shut the fuck up about it which was all weird but ben so i want to piggyback off that just a little bit so with the the michelle obama being a tranny thing there's a conspiracy theory there's a theory that she was born with the name Michael LaVon Robinson. Right. So th- this is the theory that she, w- that she was actually born as a man named Michael LaVon Robinson. And for me, you know, I just thought that was just a regular theory. Like, you can't really give that much weight except for Barack Obama has called her Michael multiple times in, like, press conferences and things like that. He's, like, referred to her as Michael and had to catch himself. And then the other thing with... Um, and by the way, just to stop there... You could also Google that, too. One of them is an interview, I think, for 60 Minutes, where he's walking through the woods. And again, these things isolated by themselves don't mean much. But when you add the other 15 dots to it, it just starts going, Jesus Christ. He's talking to the interviewer, and he goes, so about Michelle, blah, blah, blah. He goes, well, my Michael, my, Mich- my Michelle. He does that. And then he's in a big conference with, like, military and everything around him. I don't know what the speech was. But he also he called her Michael again, me and Michael again. So he's done it twice. And then the pictures come out of his best friend from college, Michael LaVon Robinson. And the big thing for me there, Ben, was the picture that I posted today on Twitter where Michael Robinson, who looks just like Michelle Obama, but a male version, has the same marks on her elbow that Michelle does. But go on. I didn't even know that one. Um, The last thing I'd say is that with Joan Rivers calling Obama gay, there was a, a press conference by a man named Larry Sinclair. And he did like a full hour long press conference where he said that 
He used to give Barack Obama blowjobs in a limo, and they would do crack and cocaine together. Mm-hmm. And he held a full hour-long press conference about it to, to talk about it. So, I mean, like, like Tommy said, all these things by themselves, you can't really you know, just make a snap conclusion about, but adding them all up together, like, it's really hard not to believe that. Like, for me, mm-hmm. I believe that more than her not being a tranny because we've seen all these different things. Right, and I'll, I'll tell yeah. you what, I'll piggyback off of your piggyback as well. There are two things that are provable. For one, if you look this up, the first executive order that Barack Obama signed was to seal presidential records, which uh, restricted public access to his public records, okay? Which is an immediate red flag to me. That was the first thing he did when he got into office, okay? The other thing, and this gets into the Podesta emails, which is a whole nother topic that we could get into on another topic, but this one particular email talked about Barack Obama flying in $65,000 worth of hot dogs at hot dogs. 2 a.m. for a private party. How many hot dogs do you need? For $65,000 worth, okay? So the reason why that's an alarm is because when you get into the Pizzagate and all that other stuff, there is pedo code talk. Um, co- there's their code words for different types of pedo slangs and different, you know, other things. So apparently the official FBI pedo code for hot dogs, I believe, is young boys. It's either young boys or male strippers. It's one of the two, but it has to do with young boys so so the theory behind the, the podesta emails is that barack obama flew in young male strippers to the white house at two o'clock in the morning for a private party which points to the fact that yes he is a homosexual now if he is a homosexual i don't have a problem with it what i have a fine yeah what i have a problem with it is is him just fabricating an entire life story you know michelle obama being you know transgender rather than being the first uh, what do you call it? First, first instead of first lady, first man, or something like that. You know the fact that this whole thing is fabricated. Okay, so those are two more points to add to Ben's points, to add to Kurt's points, to add to Tommy's points, and and you now you have an entire link, right? You have a whole plot of information to get to to pull from, and that's where those percentages of these theories, you know, go from five percent to twenty percent. Then you hear Joan Rivers, and then you hear all this other stuff, and it's just it snowballs. So. And and then you tie, excuse me, you tie it all into where did Obama come from? What the fuck? He came out of nowhere. What is going on here? Why? And then all the stuff that he was, you know, was he Muslim or is he American? Where's his birth certificate? There was it not? Powerful people like Trump, who a lot of people hate, but before he was in office, was going, where's the birth certificate? Where's this? And then you start. It's it's just all these things start adding up, and then you're just sitting there like, holy shit. There's something fucking being hidden here. There's something going on behind the scenes. And the reality is that none of us, I don't want you guys to misinterpret this. I don't give a shit if someone's gay, transgender, any of that. Like Bobby just said, first gay president. No, he's not the first gay president. Bill Clinton was. Mm -hmm. So he wasn't the first anyway. Bill Clinton was bisexual. The whole fucking world knows Uh that. You know, that's not even a fucking question. That's a fact. So... Almost every, and I'm sure Bill Clinton wasn't the first, because once you start getting into this Epstein shit, and this is why Epstein is so big for those of us that are QTNs or mainstream media skeptics or fucking conspiracy theorists, is because Epstein is really the, once people start understanding that there's pedophile rings and there's some satanic shit going on, everything makes sense. Everything at the top, the presidential stuff, the 9-11, it all starts to make sense. So, I mean... 
it, it all ties together, but by no means are any of us saying that we have a problem with transgenders or a problem with gay. It's just don't fucking lie. You're fucking lying. There's, if you're lying, you're hiding something. If you're hiding something, there's something up. Yeah, but if this came out as being true, I really don't think it would hurt his reputation no at one all, would care which makes me wonder all. why. So I'm like 20% on this one. Kurt, because here's the thing. Once someone you trust, you find out was lying to you, even like let's say let's say uh, so let's say me and you started dating, right, Kurt? You're my boyfriend, and you know we've been dating for six weeks, and everything's perfect, and we're good, and we're being honest with each other. And then all of a sudden, I found out that you smoke cigarettes, and you didn't tell me. You told me you don't smoke, and I've never seen you smoke, and we've hung out, and I've slept at your house, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Isn't that going to then lead me to go? Well, if he's lying to me, even though if I don't care if you smoke, maybe I'm a smoker. Isn't that going to then lead me to go, well, if he lied about that, what the fuck else is he lying about? And then it's going to begin to start a snowball effect and discredit everything. Well, I don't so, care. I like think this Obama would make being him pictured in The most vocal people in the world, or which are the maybe Kurt, would or, promote this or maybe and cheer Kurt, this. Or maybe, Kurt, they're keeping this under wraps so that they can unveil it at a crucial time in the future. Well, you're also talking well, about... Well, is that time You're now? also talking about 2019 perspective. When was this plan started? Okay, so he was elected in 2008. Up until that point, no president had even been for pro-gay marriage at that point. As a matter of fact, Trump's the first person that was pro-gay marriage as he's getting elected. Even Obama wasn't pro-gay marriage when he was elected in 2008. Obama was on camera saying marriage should be between a man right. and a woman. Right, so yeah. when was this plan actually hatched, right? So if maybe... 10 years, 15 years, 20 years prior to that, maybe at his birth. So at the time the plan was hatched, and I guarantee they've taken poll after poll after poll, they realized that if they found out he was a homosexual, it would severely hurt his chances of ever becoming president of the United States of America. You know? But do you think this is why, I mean, this could be, why the media promotes transgender so much? That's right? what I'm saying. That's nonstop that's, Kurt, all day, Kurt, that's every day. That's what I'm saying right now. This is Are possibly, they setting up Michelle Obama to run for president? That's what I just what said before. I was before. saying eight years ago when I right. said Michelle Obama will be president one day. That's what I just said before. Maybe this is the long con to fucking right. save this bullet where in case some maniac wins, in case we can't get Hillary. Because keep in mind, the plan was to go from Clinton to the Obamas, to back to the Clintons with Hillary to finish off the job. That was the plan. Everything and, wow, got Obama, Obama hasn't backed in there yet, right? Yeah, but hold, hold on here, Kurt. So that's what I was just saying. I was just saying maybe they're keeping this in their back pocket for when they need it in the future. But the fact right. that Michelle Obama, and, and again, I always tell you this, Kurt, more than anyone, the worst thing you can do, the absolute worst, dumbest thing you can do, and you do this all the fucking time and it drives me well, nuts. Me? You, motherfucker. No. The worst thing you can do when trying to get to the bottom of whether there's truth in some sort of conspiracy is try to determine motive. It yeah, is the most distracting, <laughs> worst thing you that's can do. That's principle one of QTN. Because most of the time, you don't fucking know the motive. And I if you're to. leaning on... Right, but that's the last thing. Right? Who, what, when, right? It's, 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 why well, that's why as soon as Jesse Smollett happened and I heard he was an avid Trump hater and he had all this stuff going on, and that was my motive right there. I'm but like, there's no I'm way saying. this happened. You always need a motive. Right, I can I point out a thousand facts to you and you'll go, well, what's the reason? It doesn't matter. Right. We don't need like to. Like flat un- earth. We're not fucking Sherlock Holmes, Kurt. We don't need to understand the ultimate reason. There could be multiple reasons. We just need to start to doubt. My name is Thomas, the doubter. We need to start to doubt the- and then find that. So, Ben, how important is... I think motive just makes it a no-brainer. 
But like in this situation, Kurt, what percentage do you believe that Michelle Obama has a hammer? Um, so I'm at like 20%, but now that we're starting 20? to unfold... Wait, hold on. Can I finish? Now that we're starting to unfold this theory of why they talk about transgender all the time, and Obama hasn't backed anyone yet, and the Democratic candidates are just all fucking brutal, maybe they are setting up Michelle Obama, and maybe this is all going to come out. So I'm going to up it from 20% to 26.5%. Wow. God, do you, yep. but do you see how ridiculous this is, Bob? Like, He's going what? to basically up a percentage based on his belief Six and of a half some cockamamie fucking thing might happen instead of just basing his percentage off. And the here's data, the thing: Bob. I want, but I I like want this every listener to yeah. understand that this is Thanksgiving. <laughs> this is Thanksgiving at our house, Ben, and you need to understand this too. Get your popcorn out and just listen to these two go at it. Okay, there's 12 people sitting at a dinner table, and we all end up listening to these two just spit back and forth like this, and it's just brilliant. <laughs> we haven't got at it at it on the podcast yet, like we do at family events. Oh no, this is still coming. It's gonna this happen. Is, it's but gonna get. We there, haven't yeah. gone full I'm have in to move yet. Away from the microphone so it doesn't clip and peak. But Bob, what's your percentage about uh, Michelle having a hammer? I said 75 last week. Uh, 85. Can I'm up in it. it. 85. Yeah. All right. Ben. Ben X. X Ben. I'm Jay. around like 65%. Ooh, I mean, I just higher. don't understand how you're not 95. All of it. <laughs> I mean, we um, just walked through it. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, I mean, how are you? Ben, you're 95 and so are you, Bob. Like, <laughs> you're <true>. lying. <laughs> no, I mean, I, like, I also am, you know, pragmatic about a lot of things. So, well, I do, you know, I, I am over 50% on it. So it's not like I don't think that. But I think there's there's a large enough chance that she isn't that I wouldn't go full 90%. You know, just, just because, like, it there there do have a lot m- even more things for me that would have to fall in line to raise that higher than 70%. I'm giving you an option right now. I'm standing Michelle Obama, Michael Robinson, right next to you in a dress. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you, Benjamin XXX. X, X. I am going to strip this human naked and we will expose the truth. I'm going to give you the option. If you're right, I will give you $5 million. If you're wrong, you will owe me half a million dollars. Would you put it on the line and take that challenge? Would you? Um, well, let's just put it this way. I wouldn't grab it by the pussy. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Donald would. Would, would, you, would you feel confident enough to put half a million for five million on the line that there's a hammer there or there was a hammer there at some point? Be no. honest. No. Then you're under no. 50%. All right. Then, no. No, then you, could be, he, you could be over. You could be 65%. I, yeah. Then I believe no, it's 65%. You've got to be under 50 then. If I, you don't have to be 65% to risk half no. a million well, fucking What would you dollars. do? He could just step do? away and say, I don't want to play the contest. Which, I mean, would, would, me? you, would you have... Be put, honest, though. Be honest. Would you, you have taken that bet? Would you have taken that eyes. bet with New England? Would you have taken that bet with New England versus Philly? In yeah, the, no, you need a ninety-five percent win, I would, right? You know, like right. not a sixty-five percent. Like I would be at, I would be at sixty-five percent New England over Philly in the Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah, Ben, just ignore him; he's stupid. So, Kurt, yes, on your daughter's <laughs> eyes, I am telling you right now, if that situation came up, not only would I risk the half a million for five million, I would risk five million for five million. Oh my I God. would say, you know what? Let's go even money. That's how fucking confident I am. Ninety-nine. 
98, 95 is my floor. We should make betting, we should Bob, make where betting lines for a lot of these conspiracies like Odd Shark does. You know, like minus 100. I, mean, I, have, it at, I have it at minus 8,000. So you're at minus 8,000? <laughs> that she got I'm at like minus. Yeah, or had, or yeah had I'm had at it. like minus 400. So I'd you would take that bet, Bob? Yeah, I'll take it. Wow. I, w- I would put it in a parlay with Obama being. <laughs> I'd risk eighty thousand and parlay it to get to my. <laughs> well, you have to because if she has a cock, then obviously Obama is gay. Yeah. Right. I mean, well, that's. But the that's other. my whole thing. Why didn't they just cut it off then? Well, I mean, uh, uh, dude, well, maybe it's, he it's, likes it's still it. your fucking body, dude. Yeah, like, dude, you're not just yeah, gonna mutilate enjoys. your body because you're running for president. Just tuck that shit and fucking. You know, put the put the mask. You never tucked and just go, retweeted dude. Some. Just tuck and go. Yeah, who gives a shit? Mm-hmm. And that's the funniest thing that it's so accepted in today's society that it's like, I think if they were running, you know, if it was Obama uh, for twenty twenty twenty, sorry, twenty twenty, um, I think it probably would be a thing where it's like, hey, you know, I'm gay and my wife is trans, and they'd win the election in thirty seven seconds, right? But I oh, do, um, I do want to interject something real here be- and, and comment on something that Tommy said before because. I think it's important most that it's, most of it's brilliant. So please do, <laughs> and everyone, be, please be quiet. Why Ben? Comments well, I'm I'm not I'm not um, discounting something you said. I'm adding to it. Okay. So I don't like that. You as much, said it. you said Clinton to Obama to Clinton. I would go even further and say it was Bush to Clinton yeah. to Bush to Obama to Clinton. I think they're all in that. Oh same no, I said boat. that before. Yeah, I said it started with Bush and then it went. You know, it, it was supposed to end with Obama. Yeah, I mean Clinton. Yeah. Yeah, so, well, I you you went. I think I'm pretty sure as as much as I remember Mandela effect. You went Clinton to Obama to Clinton, and I would put both both of the Bushes in. Right, in I might have because, forgot. Right, I'm going to mix up yeah. the order there. That's possible. Yeah, yeah so Bush I, is indefinitely, and this is why we don't go right left. I just wanted for the record in case I did mess that up. Which thank you for pointing that out. I one thousand percent believe that the Bushes are just as deep into this as the yeah. Clintons and the Obamas, and I believe George Senior. Is probably even worse than George Jr. So I think this yeah. goes back to the fucking eighties. Like, well, you can also put it yeah. right. Yeah, weren't the CIA. Bushes at like all the major events, assassinations of? Well, JFK, Prescott Bush was like CIA. That. He was CIA. But I think you can also throw. In, it's not just Obama to Clinton. It's Obama to Clinton or Bush because they had Jeb Bush in the yes. race. So they yes. probably thought that he could have. I mean, please clap was not the best line in a presidential <laughs> election, but. They, uh, I, you know, they were definitely hoping one, one of those two would win. You know, if it was going to be a Republican, they wanted it to be Jeb. Yeah, I agree. I mean, so yeah, I, I just want to definitely. It's all of them, all of them in on it. Um, we got a couple more minutes here to fucking. Uh, let's see, we're at about two hours. Good, we made it past two hour mark, two hours. so that's good. Um, didn't get to some of the stuff we want to talk about, but that's good. We'll save it for the next one. But Kurt, you wanted to talk about the China creating hybrids. Well, I don't think we have enough time now. No, no, but, but just basically stuff that Alex Jones. Because what was we're saying, trying to do here, even if we can't get to the whole up. thing, we could. Bro, tee we it didn't up even so get they... to the main thing we were doing this podcast on. Well, that's because that, that kind of in the tweet. I know. All right, so, <laughs> so I did tease the Amazon rainforest shit, but right before we got on air, there's some shit that's coming out that's possibly debunking it. So I need to do more research on. I don't just believe when something said it's debunked. Wait, wait. Let me let me add to Kurt. What? Let me add to Kurt. So. When when we were talking pre-show about what we were going to talk about, it was 
Amazon Rainforest and Tech Censorship. (laughs) (laughs) Those were the two things I was told we were talking about. We never do the show plan, but he gets so angry about it. All right, guys. Today we're talking about the Amazon Rainforest and Tech Censorship. (laughs) And and let's spend uh, an hour and a half on the hammock. (laughs) (laughs) It's so true. It's funny. I was was so close to sending a follow-up text to you, Ben, saying, hey, just to let you know, we're not going to talk about any of this shit that I just told you. (laughs) (laughs) so don't spend too much time see that's the beauty of like Kurt knows we're not going to cover any poor Ben is like probably doing 30 minutes of research to find out what's going on in the Amazon rainforest (laughs) (laughs) we haven't even brought it up alright let's 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 do uh, two seconds on the China creating hybrid humans because this is something the research I haven't done enough research on this to I mean it came out I think a week or two ago saying China's already basically getting to the point to where they could do it I mean it's still in the very early stages but this is stuff Alex Jones talked about numerous times, how they're getting hybrids of animals and humans. And even in uh, basically in Egypt, when you see those pictures of hybrids, everyone just brushes it off. But is there something to this? Well, Ben, we talked the, to, ben you talked about growing an ear out of a mouse and shit, right? Like all that yeah. Shit that's been going yeah. On. I mean, if you look into what? China itself, there was there was news uh a dec- two decades ago about them creating a human-rabbit hybrid. And now there's news coming out, like Kurt said, like a week or two ago about them creating human-monkey hybrids. Um, so th- there's definitely a lot going on with this stuff. And, and I wouldn't put it past you know anyone, especially China, to, to do this kind of genetic manipulation. And, so, and they, had, they had this stuff, too, that China was doing with the children that were being able to be born with HIV-resistant cells and stuff that they can never get diseases and shit like that. China's always ahead. China, yeah, but it's also crazy to think China's the first ones doing this, right? Right. right. This is the, the first time it's been public right. knowledge. Right. Fucking Alex I, Jones first, was crazy for saying it. The first, the first right. uh, thing I see here is... Uh, the title is "Wait, What?" The first human monkey hybrid embryo was just created in China, yeah. August thirteenth, two thousand. Which means the first yeah. human monkey embryo was created fifty created years, ago. years ago. <laughs> right, exactly. And it's in fucking Antarctica, and the fucking teams are ready to fucking come out and destroy it. Tommy's a human monkey hybrid. I mean, really, it would make sense that I'm it, right? Yeah, Tommy's an ape. Yeah, I gotta be like a human monkey tiger shark hybrid. <laughs> human monkey tiger shark. I think those would be the things that I would be the hybrid of. Um, the other thing that I wanted to touch on here was the Amazon rainforest. So I did tease it. We were going to go heavy on it. It seemed fucking... But again, I'm not just going to spew nonsense here. And I think this is where Alex Jones got himself in a little bit of trouble. Um, by the way, another thing that was headlining the show plan, Alex Jones, crazy or not, um, that's going to be on the next pause. But I, I, I don't want to just spew shit. Like, we'll make jokes about it. Like, but I don't want to just spew shit as fact unless I've thoroughly vetted it. And I thought I vetted this enough, but I obviously haven't. The Amazon rainforest, this, this is real, has been burning for 20 days and it hasn't touched the news. Right. I just like, found out about it like two days ago. Ben just found out about it, right? Ben's the one who tells us about everything. Bob, did you know it's been burning for three weeks? I didn't know for three weeks. I did hear about it last week, but I, did, I, I gave okay. absolutely no thought about it until you mentioned right. it. Yeah. Right. That's so it where has I was it. at. Right. So, so, yes, I think it crossed my path a day or two ago on Twitter and I kind of ignored it. Definitely. It's not being talked about in TV or in regular society. But then I started digging a little bit like, hmm, let's see. Cause again, why is it not being publicized? The church started right. burning 
the fucking Notre Dame church, which will be a whole nother conspiracy theory pod. They're getting on that. Bob, I know you have a lot to say on that one. A church started burning months ago, and it was national news for fucking three months. All of a sudden, a fucking Amazon rainforest has been burning for three weeks. They're saying it's like football fields at a time are disappearing in the rainforest, and no one's been talking about it. And then all of a sudden, once you start Googling, I see that the Native Americans actually lost a lawsuit against Big Oil. Again, another real thing on May 15th because Big Oil wanted to wipe out, what was it, Kurt, 500,000 acres? 500,000, yeah. 500,000 acres of rainforest that start drilling. So immediately I was like, time the fuck out. So the, the Native American Indians just lost, won a lawsuit that Big Oil can't fucking drill in the rainforest. And two months later, the whole rainforest lights on fire for three weeks and no one's fucking reporting it? Yeah, like massive the, portions of it, too. Right. The and, interesting thing is, like I said before, watching it live. Now, the interesting narrative they're pushing is what? The rainforest is the lungs of the earth, right? Right. The rainforest is not the lungs of the earth. Okay, so phytoplankton contributes 50 to 85% yeah. of the earth's oxygen. So mm-hmm. the ocean... And phytoplankton are the lungs of the earth. But right. to watch them push that narrative, maybe something's going on here. Well, I saw, I, yeah, I saw, today, I saw today that, that the Andrew- just moment of silence for Kurt knowing phytoplankton. I mean, wow. Great job, yeah. Bod. That was... I'm blown Green, away. Uh, your Green New Deal was trending today on Twitter. 38. I'd be down half a million dollars if you made me make a bet if Kurt knew what the fuck phytoplankton was. So bravo, <sighs> bravo, bravo. <laughs> <laughs> Play it again, Kurt. The bod. <laughs> that's my drop, Bob. That's his, that's his theme music. The bod. Um, but go on, Ben or Bob. No, I said, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I said that uh, the Green New Deal was the was fuck? trending today on knowledge. Twitter. <laughs> so they're pushing the Green New oh. Deal, and I just saw an article in Business Insider, you know, pushing, um, you know global climate change because of the amazon rainforest farm uh, fires and if you think about it how humid it is down there and how wet and how hard it would be to start a fire right like that seems like the last place you'd be able to fucking be starting fires right in the fucking amazon rainforest right can we just talk about though how the green new deal didn't get a single vote when it was put up as a bill like not a not a single one like not even a single democrat was like yeah i'll say yes like none like zero <laughs> isn't the premise just to tax the world for weather isn't that what yeah. this Green Deal is? Listen, the... Yeah. the um, Get rid of all cows. The climate change... The cow farting. Yeah. The climate change crew... And it's funny because you, I'm on the fence. I don't know if there's a climate change or if there's not. I just know it's a bullshit fucking narrative that is not... That they're making the be-all, end-all of everything because they don't really have that many other platforms to run on. So they're kind of brainwashing the children that climate change. Climate but they change, did this already. They did this exact narrative well, where they did. said in 12 years, our world will be screwed. And I think it was in 1978. Of an course. article yeah. came There's out. There's articles from the Times in the 60s that was talking about the upcoming ice age. Like, no, but I mean, guys, guys, like the, the reason why this is happening now is because that was global warming that was supposed to kill the earth in 12 years so since that didn't happen it's the new narrative of oh it's climate change that's going to kill right the earth in right they years. just changed the narrative and it's not to say that the earth's temperature hasn't gotten wild. listen 
I really don't give a shit about it because I know it's a fucking false flag. I know it's just to distract everyone. And it's just fucking bullshit that fucking hippies and fucking young kids are like, climate, the planet, the planet. People have been screaming about the planet for 500 years. The planet, the planet. It's a fucking distraction, right? Because, listen, there really aren't that many viable things that the fucking liberals can run on anymore. Like, everything has been proven, you know, statistically, you know, whether it's socialism or all this other shit. It's fallen apart and not worked anywhere in the world. If you look at the most liberal cities in America, of the 10 poorest cities, of the 10 poorest states, forget about cities, I'll get the data for the next podcast, but of the 10 states in the most debt, nine of them are bright blue. Like, it's like, it's, you know, yeah, because they uh, think it, throwing money at a problem is a solution. Yeah, like, free college, free this, free that. And it's like, you know, they need a lake to stand on. So it's like, the earth, the climate, the ozone. Like, hey, okay, fine. Like, everyone could stick on that and run with that because by the time it's proven to be bullshit, you know, they'll be 80 years old and they'll already have their fucking missions accomplished. So, but I'm but not let me saying ask, that, that. What about this? In the fake. 90s, what was the big thing in the 90s? The ozone layer. What happened to that? Remember, everything was going to end. There's a hole in the ozone layer. We're all going to die. Don't use hairspray. Don't use this. What happened to that? Yeah. And meanwhile, these same people that fucking say all that are driving around and be able Because, you know, climate is, is airborne. It's not, it's not uh, you know, on the ground. So, you know, climate travel. So that's the one thing that they can push globally. You know, and this is part of the New World Order. Poli- you know, this is, this is New World Order shit. If you're, you know, like if you look at the Paris Climate Accord, you know, I, was, I even said if Trump signs this thing, I'm, I'm out. And, uh, and he didn't um, because, if it, you know, the conspiracy element of this whole thing is that in the, here are the two major things, in my opinion, that could generate. And it's, this is about manufacturing consent, which means getting people to buy into a global narrative. And the two things, the two main things to me, somebody about, like about the to fucking... That? What the fuck is that? Yeah, is someone's fucking house about to so, land on fire? Yeah. We were at... Sorry, that, no, that's I'm me. I'm trying to get there's, through there's So the two main things that, that helps this, push this out. New World Order, right, to manufacture consent, to get people to buy into this. One, global climate initiative, where they're like, oh my gosh, the world's going to end unless we band together against this thing and fight it as one and tear down the nation states and tear down the walls and let's do this. The other thing is... An alien invasion from an outside force. So an outside force coming in, attacking us, we all band together. And I remember watching Independence Day, getting to the movies, right? Remember how all the countries came together at the end of the movie and fought, fought the big aliens? And Yeah, but wouldn't that be a good thing? I, well, it would be a good thing if that's how it actually is going to happen. But, you know, as far as the alien invasion, there's a whole rabbit hole about fake alien invasions that you can go down, which which is right. like episode 57 where we talk about Project Bluebeam, which is faking an alien invasion. But the main thing here is the Global Climate Change Initiative, which is a global way of fixing a localized problem. Okay, um, so those are those are two things that can help push the new world order. Um, the other thing is that Brazil currently has a nationalist populist president. Um, so it could be, since it's hush-hush, it's something that they don't want the world to know about it, but they do want the people in Brazil, they do want to create civil unrest within the people in Brazil. What the fuck is yeah. that? Sorry, guys. Ah, it's Ben, isn't it? Yeah, my fucking, my carbon monoxide alarm's going off. Because- oh, all right, that was your microphone. It's like, God, see, the government's, they're no, trying to shut uh, us up. They're trying to silence us, to Ben. Ben first, not they Bob. They went after Ben, it's not you, Bob. There's a huge, there's Bob, a huge you're off the hook. Hook. It's Ben X. Are you doing body ups right now, dude? <laughs> 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 the government's coming in. We're talking about carbon monoxide and climate. 
and they're fucking yeah, setting off weird. Ben's alarms to shut so, him up. Yeah. That's not weird. So wait, real quick, we're, we're talking about the hush hush, right? Why why isn't the media before Ben dies of carbon monoxide poisoning? <laughs> yeah, or he just dies. <laughs> I love how fucking asshole Kurt blames me. Right? Like, did you catch that, Bob? Because it happened at your house. He's like, it sounds like, oh, no, it happened in my house. It happened to me on, like, three different pods. But he's like, it sounds like Tom. Yeah, exactly. So that explains it. All right. Uh, So so the reason why it's hush-hush, right, is is if it's, like, some type of um, uh, coup d'etat where you're trying to overthrow a regime. Right now you have, like, a Trump Trump light, I guess you could say, in Brazil. Um, And he even came out and said it that he thinks it's an NGO that's behind it. So like an NGO is something like uh, the EU or like, uh, you know, something like that, where they where they like a government unelected bureaucracy is trying to overthrow a populist government to install more like monarchy type regime. And so you create these fires. You don't have to go in there anymore and like literally like with like like set fire. Right Um, now they have and they've had it for a while. And. Another rabbit hole, look into directed energy weapons. That's a major one. Um, it's not fake. It's real. And uh, you can cross-reference it with a lot of the California fires, and it's, it's basically like localized high-energy um, beams that can you can actually project from the sky and set these fires, and you can control the fire as well. So you can control what gets burned, where it gets burned, and everything like that. And so the main thing with this thing could be, and this is all speculative, this is, this is just like um, the scientific method. We're in the hypothesis phase of this thing because we have no idea. There's going to be a bunch of information coming out. So this is merely a hypothesis that the reason why it's hush-hush is because it could be some type of coup d'etat to overthrow a nationalist government and install a more monarch government that would play ball with the new world order okay hypothesis i'm five percent on that everybody knows that the fucking climate's changing it's always been changing forever it's just like what is causing it is it how much of man-made you know pollution or whatever is actually causing the climate to change and i think it's very well if you look at let's just look at the atmosphere itself okay the four most abundant elements and compounds in the atmosphere nitrogen hydrogen in in that in that order argon is third and carbon dioxide is fourth okay it makes up 0.003 percent of the earth's atmosphere 0.003 percent that's how little of the earth's atmosphere is carbon dioxide so how much of that 0.003 is man-made? How much of it is natural? How much of the carbon that's released gets eat up by the vegetation, by the oceans? You know, so it's like when you blame CO2 and blame carbon, that's where you lose me. If you want to talk about like reducing, you know, like your plastic use, you know, and switching to something more biodegradable, I'm cool with that, you know, or like reducing your economic footprint or whatever they call it. But when you start blaming carbon, that's where you lose me. But we've yeah. been reducing it, and that's what you're seeing with solar panels and cars. We're, they showed a stat from, like, the 60s to now. It's, like, ridiculous how much we've reduced it by. The thing that's yeah. weird is, with the whole narrative, again, is CO2 emissions, right? This just came up from someone who just spread this theory, and this is the narrative they're going with. And the problem is no one really researches it. They're just, it's a talking point. And why was it global warming for four years? Now, all of a sudden, it's changing to climate change. They have, like, these buzz terms. What made it change from global warming 
to climate change is what I want to know. Because we're in a global. And didn't scientists cycle. already come out and say our weather changes every hundred that's years? That's that's the thing. If you if you look at the it's a, it's sample size analysis, right? It's it's total. It's playing with numbers, right? That's what they do. And this is what I've had arguments with every liberal about. I'm like, listen to me. This stuff is cyclical. You're looking at the last fucking 50 years, 30 years, 20 years. That's a microcosm of the last thousands of years of the earth, right? And what's been going on. When you look at it, and I'm not saying that it's, it couldn't be real. I just don't give a fuck, honestly. I don't give a shit. I got bigger shit to worry about what the fucking planet's going to look like for a bunch of kids I don't have. Like, who fucking cares? <laughs> like, this is bullshit. If it is happening, we're not going to fucking stop it because it's fucking China who's doing all this shit with all their right. factories. There's another analysis that basically this is a global thing, this whole climate change, that the only people who give a shit about it are America. We're the only ones fucking getting rid of plastic straws and fucking doing all this crazy shit and AOC running around fucking praying to gardens because they're trying to weaken America and have us weaken our factory business and all that kind of stuff. That's the next level so that China can maintain dominance. But whatever it is, it's, if you look at it over thousands of years, it's not drastic and it's not anything. If you look at it over a small time frame of 15 years, yeah, it's gotten warmer. The ice caps have melted a little more. But don't forget, on the cover of Time Magazine, what year was it? Time Magazine, Ice Age. On the cover of Time Magazine, this was... First of all, we had the Global Warming Survival Guide that was out first. And then we had the Ice Age magazine, which was in 1977. How to Survive the Coming Ice Age. Like 1977, the cover of Whoa. Time magazine. This is a national natural story. Time had another one titled The Big Freeze. Like yeah, everyone Bill in Nye. 1977, it was, a, it was as rampant as the global warming is right now or climate change is right now. Every single person 50 years ago believed we had a fucking ice age coming. Right. And now all of a sudden, 50 years later, because none of you fucking millennials were old enough to remember that. Neither was I. I just researched it. Now all of a sudden, everyone's like, the world's going to end because of the ozone layer 20 years ago. And then 10 years ago, it's global warming. And now it's the ice caps are melting. Climate change. We're all going to die. The emissions. The, it, every 15 years, it's a different thing. And that's why 80-year-olds don't believe shit and they're the <laughs> smartest people. But how are my tax dollars going to prevent this from happening? Nothing's going to happen. Like, I wish we had real solutions to problems. And it It gets tossed up because the liberal agenda is just take the talking point. Like, get rid of guns. Like, physically impossible. You can't do it. Right. Uh, Global warming. we got to tax everyone. Like, what's the real solution to this stuff, though? And we never get to the solution because we have one side that's absolutely crazy. And then that forces the other side, the extreme right, to counter right to counter that craziness. So we, this is where we have problems. And so we never almost, get a real solution. It's almost like if you're the per- type of person in debate that doesn't like to yell, but someone's screaming at you, you eventually have to start screaming back at them, right? right. And you don't want to do that. That's what's going on. The left is but you're fucking right with insane. the Ice Age. Yeah, I know I'm right. They said it multiple times. I think Bill Nye was on CNN or something, and he's like, we were supposed to have an Ice Age. Global warming. Stop that. And then the guy's like, well, isn't that a good thing? Like, <laughs> we all be dead, right? <laughs> like, what are we talking about here? And then there's, that's why it's all conflicting. Then there's reports coming out from scientists saying rocks are the Earth's thermostats. They prevent us from getting too hot or too cold a certain way. 
So like it's just conflicting, and you can't figure out what's really going on, and you thing. never get the real solution. Here's the big thing: if you want to take it to more of like a hollow Earth approach, or a firmament approach, or a fucking fake Earth approach, if you wanted to go there, then they can control the climate. They can control oh, what of goes. Course. Harp, on. isn't so that what harp yeah, is? Bob? They can control yeah. all the shit they're putting in the air. There's a lot of deeper conspiracies we'll go into, which Ben, you could probably touch on a little bit more, but climate control that the government has ways to control the fucking climate man-made natural disasters that have been created you know by the government things of that sort so yeah if they want to spin this narrative they can just fucking heat up the ice cap, right guys yeah, and then they just put out a movie yeah. called geostorm which is about just that and they're implanting this you know oh it only happens in the movies harp is real not harp like the harp you play h-a-a-r-p if you want to look into it i know we're not going to dive too deep into it but it's weather manipulation because realistically it's about control they want to control every aspect of your life and the last thing they can control is weather and guess what the hardest thing to detect would be if if i were to attack another nation if i were to attack north korea or attack china oh i can just put a fucking tsunami out there right like where's the evidence how can you prove control weather you control the world yeah one of the funniest things about this whole situation is like when uh you know when liberals talk about the climate change they're usually watching the weather channel and they're like look look at the temperatures and look at the you know uh the radar and everything like that and it's like okay uh the founder of the weather channel and meteorologist completely <laughs> discounts climate change and global right. warming and you're watching the channel trying to say that it's climate change. <laughs> exactly <laughs> but 97 percent of scientists agree well yeah. yeah well guess what the whole foundation that all these scientists are fucking a part of is being fucking bribed and has and is and is liberal I mean, like, it's not hard to get a fucking bunch of numbers out it's, there saying scientists agree that this shit is It's amazing on. that they piggy off that 97%. If you look onto who founded that number, it's like some comedian that has, like, no scientific background. So and everybody just rides that number. Yeah, and they ride in it. Science, 97% of scientists. It's like fucking they took they cherry-picked fucking 10 people and fucking nine, yeah, and at a, nine, at guys, nine time, guys and a midget said, yeah. Yeah, and at a certain time, 90% of people thought that the earth was the center of the universe right, the sun revolved that the, around the earth right and then you know at, like, at one time a hundred percent of people believed the earth was flat like yeah, yeah just because there's a supposed consensus from scientists mythical or, or scientists people, yeah it just it doesn't mean that that's a fact like they even consider gravity still a theory you know even though everyone believes in it but it's not considered like a law or i don't fact. I believe in um, no density and buoyancy I do too, but at the, um, my whole point is that just because that everyone believes it and it seems to have been proven, it's still considered theory. Well, it's and the so Big Bang Theory, right? right. Big yeah. Bang is a theory, theory. Right. that was invented by a priest. Like, <laughs> it, But we attach our whole existence to this life to the Big Bang Theory, right? Mm. And so it's just presented by a priest. But anyway, we're, getting, we're flirting with two and a half hours here. We've got plenty more podcasts to talk into this shit. So... um Boys, good job. We did good covering nothing that we planned on covering. So, uh, <laughs> so that was good. But, uh, Kurt, you didn't say too many dumb things. I'm proud of you. Bob, I think you sounded a little less hickey on this <laughs> this uh, podcast. I think your accent disappeared. And, Ben, you were amazing as usual. But uh, final words, guys. Ben, any final words? Um, I think that we need to try and come up with a topic that people expect to listen to. <laughs> and so that we <laughs> and actually talk about that topic. And then in that way we could prep in some way. Oh, it's so uh, stupid. I, I That's love such a dumb idea. So dumb, I love man. winging it. Did you just it. say prep? <laughs> yeah, prep. So, so I stupid. love winging it. 
Um, I, I have I have a good time with you guys. This is great. And this is this is a conversation that I love having. And and whether or not people believe what we're saying, we're, you know, we're giving them topics to go look up for themselves. And nothing, and so, if nothing else, it's entertaining, right? Yeah, right. So like even if you don't want to believe us, you're probably probably fucking laughing at how crazy we are. Right. I just like you know giving you things to look up. And the and the one thing I would reiterate is go check out the Boston bombing because there's so yeah. much sketchy shit around so that. Me too. I can't wait. Me and Bobby are going to be up all night. I'm canceling plans. <laughs> Bobby, final words. Yeah, uh, you know, like I said, don't believe what I say. Do the research for yourself. Find your own truth. And and, like, and I've really enjoyed everybody's comments. I feel like we've gotten a lot of positive results. I've also a lot of people with some really good ideas for topics um, that we can go to later. Um, I've been getting some good DMs with people saying, hey, I've been really afraid to talk with family members and friends about this. I'm glad we have this podcast. And that's the whole point of this thing is just to get the truth out there and let you know there's other crazy motherfuckers out there that believe the same shit and you're not the only one and for those of you that don't believe any of this shit like i said you don't have to believe what we say but you know look it up yourself and if you think that there's some truth or validation it may be an eye-opening experience for you so either way i hope you guys are entertained and i've enjoyed it and i tell you what i will leave you with a movie that actually one of the um somebody uh, somebody commented on and that's a it's a children's movie monsters incorporated i know we talked about uh you know, all the satanic um, pedophilia stuff, and it's a Pixar movie, okay? Um, the plot, yeah, the plot of the movie has to do with these monsters in the city of Metropolis, and they get their power through extracting energy from the screams of human children, okay? So I want you to, I want you to watch this movie with... And Bob... <laughs> Final words. No, I, wa- <laughs> I want you to watch this movie as an investigator and not just... And just think about it. Think about how they hide this stuff in the movies. It's a children's movie, ladies and gentlemen. And do this while doing body ups. And I swear to God, it will will improve your life. (laughs) Bob, final words. Okay, let me record another podcast. I'm going to go with IPA. Uh, um, So, yeah. uh, So, perspective, action, and intent. Look up trans surfing. That's all I'm going to say. Right now, I'm Pornhub. Trans surfing. All right, and my final words are download, subscribe, review, follow all of us on Twitter at No Mercy Pod. Bob's is at Bob's Lessons. Uh, Ben's is X Ben Jammin X. And Kurt's is at The Bod No Mercy. So follow us, download, subscribe, review. I am at Tommy G. Uh, I really enjoy this stuff. I thank you guys for all coming on, even though you're all douchebags. I think you did a great job. So hopefully you guys enjoy it. Good luck. Stay cashing, motherfuckers. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. Oh.